Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zomundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo and Podcast. And welcome to Zumundo Podcast episode... 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? In a row? <laughs> I had I had the sound cued up for that one. I did not know that was coming. I know you didn't. What That's a classic movie. <laughs> it's epi- we were waiting for episode 37 just so we could make that joke. If anybody doesn't know, that's from uh, the original Clerks uh, movie. The original one. <laughs> As opposed yeah, to the so remake, weird. yeah. Well, that's, well, actually, he did. He did go off. He kind of went meta in the third yeah, one. Right? He went. He went super Clerks meta. Three. Yeah, we talked about Clerks. I did a review of Clerks Three a couple episodes back. Wait, Clerks and what, Clerks. Which right was back? Clerks Three? Clerks Three it's was new. where it, where like it's extremely meta. Where Dante has a heart attack, like Kevin Smith did. Oh, yep. And no. then decides he wants to make a movie. And in Clerks Three, they are literally shot for shot remaking the original Clerks movie. That's and so uh, I don't want to. I, I won't spoil it, but it's really depressing. You did. did I just did did I I spoil it on the show? On it. Actually, I, yeah. I I remember. I watched the first ten minutes of that, and I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, awesome. I'm doing, and I'm Keith, and uh, this is uh, our boy Nino is coming back to hang Special. out with us. Ooh, guests. Special the second second guest. episode that he's been on. Wait, don't say it like that. Well, <laughs> my mom always said I was special because <laughs> you know most podcasts are. The dude and the other dude, but sometimes it's the dude, the other dude, and the other dude. So tonight, I'm it's, just, it's the dude, dude playing the dude, dude disguised as another dude. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get into it here dude. with, uh, we got, what's up? We got a whole bunch of stuff to we, get into. It's probably going to be a longer show tonight, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, 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 allegedly, allegedly, we've got the full lineup tonight, but I don't want to say that because... I don't want to jinx we, we, Yeah, a couple times we've been like, we've got Uncle Chuck back tonight, and then we get... To the Chuck portion, and Uncle Chuck isn't available, so I'm like, yeah. "Well, shit." So we should have Uncle Chuck on tonight. So we'll. we'll how's, see. how's your week been? My week's been great, man. Uh, I think we both um, went to the Ren Fair this past weekend. Yeah, different not, days. not together. We went on different days. We are going to go back again uh, later this month. Yeah, that's our, our big and, outing and stuff. It was a good time. I, I didn't dress up. I saw you, you, but you bought some really cool costume pieces. Oh, I those saw. those came in the mail though. I didn't buy them at the Ren Fest. Yeah, yeah, but you 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 but yeah, you bought I those, did. So. I, yeah, I upgraded my. Uh, I might I might have like a little bit of a a witcher thing kind of like that living anachronism guys channel like yeah. more like his style than the uh there's a couple dudes that were like straight up thug witchers that were rolling around drinking beers having a good time and uh they looked really cool actually and they weren't girl you know with the white hair but did they have they, yellow eyes they, I, they, they, one they of them did, did yeah, one of them had gold, yeah. gold contacts and yeah so. okay. that's right. cool and then oh that big uh you know that monster tree yeah yeah the big the big tree and yeah, dude he, that walks he, around yeah he hugs somebody uh which was pretty funny, and like told them that in they were Soviet it. Russia tree hugs you. Well, yeah. So the tree hugged the person, and then he was like, "You're a tree hugging hippie." And I was like, "That's pretty funny." So that guy's actually pretty cool because uh, there's a dude that like thought he was a statue. We're in like the adult bar mm-hmm. uh, that I sent a picture of. It's like it says, "Drink until you feel happy," and you know, twenty one and over. So we go to this the tent, and you know, guys playing 
raunchy songs and stuff. And oh, I got to I got to go ahead. The tree standing in there and this guy like kind of wanders over he's like standing in front of it cuz it's like something to stand, you know. You, you think you got a wall so, behind you and then the dude's like he's like moving around him and stuff. <laughs> and uh and like the guy eventually like figures out that this tree is like kind of engulfing him and then he's like, "Oh." And then like so, walks off and the guy's like, "The tree dude leans over me cuz he's like, is that guy on Xanax or something?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I don't know, man." We went to uh one of the one of the bard shows and like they closed out the show with um Fuck her gently by Tenacious D, and I was I was a couple drinks deep at that point, so I started singing along with him and stuff. And so like they immediately start playing to to like the one guy course, in the audience yeah. that's like this like oh this guy's into he it. So he's like so they're playing me and I'm like up there I'm like well, I'm not up there I'm like rocking out from the from the seats and everything. And uh, my that's a good rock out my gesture. girlfriend just does this like slow turn towards me where she looks like what the hell? And so, she's, so like, she's like she's like she's like how do you know that? No wait. Why do you know that song? I'm like, it's the, it's the D. D, man. All dudes know that song. <laughs> That's a great album, man. I, I, you know, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a big person on. Uh, I guess like. A lack of censorship in art, depending, right? If sure. It, I mean, and that's a good case. Well, they've of it, got it the closed D off. Is, they say it's twenty-one pretty, and up well, yeah, in, yeah. in that area. No, but I mean, like the D in general as a band is kind of, uh, you know, they can be raunchy, controversial, you know? little, little edgy for the early two thousands. Yeah, so were the Jerky you know? Boys, and we oh, had Jerky Boys segments, so yeah, <laughs> ish, I should say. Well, uh, how, how was your week, Nino? <clears throat> it was a uh, pretty uneventful, but you know, nice. Got we were it. hanging out last night, and he's like, "So you, you guys doing the podcast tomorrow?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, come on in." Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually open door policy. I kind of invited him in before you did. Actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's I was fine like, with me. You man. should come up and do the show, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we before we get into it with the uh, bruise news and reviews, I want to make a quick announcement. Um, so I was talking to uh, our boys over there at uh, That's Fair Podcasting, uh, Matt, oh, yeah, yeah. And with uh, Mark and Miles, and we were, we were talking. We thought it would be really fun. Uh, M and M and M. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, Miles, and Matt. Uh, to do a crossover episode with That's Fair Podcasting. Um, and, so, And what you mean by that is that our episode and their episode... Will be the same episode. It's canonical yeah, for it's, both it's can- shows. It's canonical, baby. I got to say it. Yes. <laughs> you were waiting to pull that out. Yeah, but... Uh, so Matt's about to go away on a cruise with his wife for a couple weeks. And oh, so when cool. he gets back, we're going to coordinate. So... Uh, yeah, get ready for that. We're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a crossover episode with that's fair podcasting. So that'll be a lot of that'll fun, fun, man. You I get, you get Doolin that. and Keith and Matt and Mark and Miles all at the same table. Nice, the I virtual li- table, but you know what I mean. Yeah, the virtual tabletop. <laughs> I uh, I listen to Taylor's uh, podcast about um, oh potential podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, potential podcast about season two of What If, which was pretty good today. Okay, thanks for that, guys. Because sure. I was. Uh, I was on the treadmill. And I Shout out that. to Taylor over there, Potential Podcast, man. They do great stuff over there. They have some great guests over there, too, man. Yeah. Like, they had the, uh, I think they had the actor that played High, High Evolutionary. Oh, cool. Uh, for, uh, Very cool. In Guardians of the Galaxy. He was on their show. Dude, wow. Everybody's yeah. raving about him still. Like, that he's was a, good. He's a great actor. Yeah, that was good. He's probably the best villain that came out of uh, That's what everybody's saying. Phase yeah, they're, four. They're, everybody's freaking out. They're like, he's such a better villain. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was good. Was, was yeah. Good. Well, you want to go ahead and uh, jump into some brews, news, and reviews? Yeah. All right, let's hit it. Stinks. Sometimes it stinks. Sometimes it's amazing. Well, we got some brews, some news, and some reviews. So I think we're yeah, all sipping you, some different stuff over there. What are you drinking? I'm over boring, there? man. You know me. I like my vodka, my vodka soda water. So I've got, uh, I've got some Grey Goose vodka here, and I'm sipping. Depending it on with how much Grey Goose is in there, some, that's not boring. Some black cherry uh, seltzer water oh, like for, okay. for, for a little bit of flavor. So you know, no, 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 no sugar, no calories. So just trying to keep it, trying to keep it low carb. And then uh, Nino, Nino's over there sipping on something fun. I'm on, I'm on the monkey. The monkey? 
the chunky the monkey. monkey, the golden monkey, <laughs> golden yeah, monkey. Let's gold talk monkey, a little bro, golden man. monkey, man. Yeah, this, I, he, I, I love that stuff, but it doesn't love me. I so. do too. Shout out to my stepdad, my late, my late stepdad. He loved this stuff too. Uh, it's a. Uh, it, not to speak for you, but like you know a lot about beer in general, so it's a, it's let's a gold, talk about it's it. It's a golden ale. It is um, uh, 9.5%. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> very strong. Very strong. Yeah, it'll strong. it'll it'll get the job done. It's a you know they say it's a on the can it says a Belgian style triple. Belgian, yes, yeah. it's a Belgian style. So triple. it's a, a wit beer. Or is is that proper or no? It, it uses the same yeast that a wit beer does, but okay. it, you know it has rock candy in the mix. Really? Rock candy. Yeah. It's surprising. So the more sugar content you add to an alcohol mix, the mm-hmm. stronger the the beer is going to be. Right, because mm-hmm. the yeast the loves yeast, the, the sugar. The yeast eats the sugar, <laughs> and, it, and it poops out the carbonation, which yeah. when you think about it, it's well, very, ethanol, right? Yeah. It's a very weird process, but... Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what makes the alcohol. It's, it's, centu- it's, why it's yeast is kind centuries of old, probably thousands of so years old. Every yeah. beer you drink is a, is a, is a living... Is a living thing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You're drinking life out of something. Yeah, you're a yeast. That's cannibal. why they you're like say a the cup of life. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the water of life, or yeah, elixir life, whatever. They call it. Yeah. <laughs> and what um, you got? You've got. You're drinking some wine over there tonight. Huh? Uh, yeah, well, I was going to talk more Golden Monkey because uh, so we've got all the bases. Because I, I got this as a joke because we're you know we're so classy in here. I got a uh, screw top uh, <laughs> barefoot Cabernet Sauvignon. It's rich and balanced according to the label. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny and, uh, and you know, <clears throat> see if it stains my teeth or just anything. because it's cheap does not make it not a good wine. No, I, you know, when, when this stuff came out and what's the Australian one? Oh, um, uh, yellow, 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 yeah. Those came out. People were like, Ooh, barefoot, yellowtail. And it's like, now they're on the, the shelf at seven 11, you know, basically <laughs> it's like, ugh. it's 95 points though, according to it. But I've had a lot of 95 point ones that taste a lot better. No offense to uh barefoot. Um, it's it, not night train. It, it depends on where the bottle was stored to mm-hmm. like how and much, sun and stuff. How much and, light has been absorbed. Indeed. Uh, indeed. Green, green bottles aren't actually the best for light, like brown bottles. Oh, this is a green bottle, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you ever drank a Heineken, and you get that. Green. I don't like Heineken Nobody, anymore because of the green bottle situation. The, well, it's because it skunks the beer. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's from the light. And if it's a clear or green bottle, you're going to get skunked beer. See, so I had heard uh, that skunking was uh, heating and cooling, but I found that to not be the case. It's actually. light. It's, it's all, the it light. It's all has to do with light. That's if you ever drink Heineken or any other like Beck's, anything that has yeah. a green bottle that Wooden comes Bucks, out of a Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock or even Peroni, which is like an Italian yeah, beer. Yeah, Peroni, yeah. Anything on, t- if you get that on tap, tastes completely different because it's never been it exposed to light. Carl's, is Carlsberg in a green kit? I don't know. I don't know. I think this is the first time we've actually dived into brews and talked about brews because most times it's well, like, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? This is what I'm drinking. All right, so moving on. Here's a little known fact, uh, I, and I'm not going to get too far into it, but no, Nino, okay. Nino used to brew, he brewed one of the tastiest yeah. beers on the planet. I used to brew beer too. I actually got very inspired by him and became a master at it, if you must say. But um, no, and uh, I haven't done it in a long time, but it is fun, man. If you can make a... Did you say you were a master brewer? Uh, you know what? No. Well, dude, I got a, I got a whole thing. How I'm anti-master brewer. You know what? Can I go off on that? Go, yeah, go off, man. 
you know, fuck this culture, right? Because like, <laughs> here uh, we go. Yeah, strap in. No, because college has got a hold of of you know the same homebrew book that like we all read and, and went. That guy's a great author and stuff. Oh, he's Charlie really cool. Yeah, he's great. Um, and and you know, you brew beer and you learn from brewing beer. You make yeah. a good batch and make a bad batch. I made a beer that tasted exactly like it was supposed to, and mm-hmm. I thought it was terrible. And they're like, no, that's just what it's supposed to taste like. You're like, oh, well, that's interesting. Well, soap water, right? They, I've you, I've made beers Irish red that tasted like soap. Yeah, I did that too and i thought i'd mess it up but i did not apparently but anyway that being said now you can go get a degree and you're a brewmaster it's like yeah but you've never really brewed a batch of beer i'm sure they do in the process right but this is like when somebody comes out with a certificate for like i don't know think of something kind of off the wall like a gunsmith or like you know whatever and they're like now you're a master gunsmith he's like no you've never worked on a gun you've never brewed beer you know you're a tea bagger you're not you know and if you can make tea you can make beer i i encourage everybody to give it a shot because it smells so good when you're doing your house house whether whether you make your own wart and go the whole nine yards with fresh grains or whether you use uh you know extracts and do that it's still fun it's great i recommend everybody does it at least once in their life because it's a lot of fun sure and it tastes great and and you know a little bit of sense of accomplishment but i hate the fact that college has got it you pay a little money and now you're a brewmaster and you, you don't know like all these guys at these distilleries, they're like 22. And I'm like, that's not a master distiller. Like there's no freaking way, man. <laughs> yeah. Try to go to Kentucky and do bourbon and you're 22 and be like, I got the job, right? I run the entire thing. Like Blanton's is mine now, right? And they're like, <laughs> no, go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Silly. Sorry. No, it's okay. Talking about some brews, man. You're passionate. I dig it. It's yeah. good stuff. You want to go to the news? Let's get yeah. some news. We got all some right. great news. We, we got some things to talk about this week, so... Um, Can I kick it off? I yeah, one. kick it off, man. Let's uh, do it. This is kind of weird because, you know, we, we usually do uh, video games, movie, TV, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to give you some real news, man. Oh, some real stuff. Real world stuff. Our man, Hulk Hogan, rescued a girl from a flip car in Tampa Bay, Florida. What? This week. Yeah. What? Uh, That's uh, nuts, dude. Yep. Yeah, for real, man. They saw the accident go down, apparently. And uh, according to uh, some of this is uh, this isn't verbatim, but he, he sprung into action, apparently, uh, punctured the airbag. Because uh, it was still blown up with a ballpoint pen, what? and uh, got this girl out of the car, and uh, she was fine. She was just shooken up, you know, uh, as one would be if they flipped their car over. Sure. And um, he used a pen instead of a knife to punch the airbag. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, uh, just a weird note that somebody mentioned because uh, I've seen the story a couple times online now mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, he really recently got baptized and stuff. And I think it was like from the church. I'm born again, it was, brother. It was the church pen that he used to punch the thing. Yeah. And, like, and he commented on it or something. Did he rip like the car door off? He should have. Throw it out into the street. And it's funny. I think I think TMZ or... Like, the Incredible Hulk Hogan. You're not dying today, sister. Like, yeah, TMZ or somebody did it, and they even made the joke. They're like, oh, are you okay, brother? You know, like, it's funny because you, you can't know, really, like... You know, just imagine this for a minute. Like, you get, you get into a car accident, and, like, cars flipped, and maybe everything goes black. And you think for a second, like, holy shit, this is this is it. This is my time. Like the angel of death shows up to take you away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear like in the background and you look up like, what is that happening right now? And you see a hand come out like, it's not your time to die, brother. And you take your hand and then the Grim Reaper is like, no, he is coming with me. And then all of a sudden, like he takes the chair and throws the Grim Reaper up against the ropes and then hits him with the leg drop. And like, oh my God, Hulkamania is saving this young woman here today. Hulkamania has run wild. <laughs> oh my god! So uh, you can keep that on. I like that. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna turn it down because of copyright reasons. I don't want to like, oh, yeah, push yeah, my yeah, luck. Yeah, here, so. you can turn it off. That. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's great, man. I think the moral of that story is, uh, you know, be a good dude, right? Like, yeah, just get out there and uh, if you see somebody flip their car, help them out. But uh, 
If Hulk can do it in his age, you know, there's no excuse. I think he's like 67. He's getting up there. Yeah, he's not super old, but he's old. Older. He's definitely not in the ring anymore. That's, yeah. that's for sure. But maybe he could be if he ripped the car door off a thing and just saved a girl. Like, I mean, there's some wrestlers out there that are small. He could go beat up all the midget wrestlers or something. Like that. I, I, I also, know. I want to say... Um, Good I, thing we're not They're alive. not called midgets. <laughs> no, they... Uh, <laughs> Micro wrestling. There's the league. We're talking about a real league. This is it's a real. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be some. Uh, there's going to be some wrestling at MegaCon. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard so, about this. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing a show from MegaCon. Like not uh, not with the panel, unfortunately, uh, but yeah, and that will probably on, be from our hotel room. Yeah, but. that probably will be Saturday when the freaking place is packed. So we might. Might just take late that week because of that. Yeah, it'll be a little bit late. But then that we'll week. have so much more content. Yeah, we'll have more stuff to talk about. All right, uh, another another. This is outside of news. News yeah. pod, podcasting news, I guess. Sure. Um, I saw the uh, first episode of the Dragon Con report was on YouTube a couple. Of oh days yeah, ago. guys. Yeah, Mike but, Faber and uh, Channing. Yeah, yeah, those guys we, over there. At ESO. You know Channing, right? Uh, like I, I think I've met him like once or twice okay. in passing. Okay, yeah, because so. I, I was trying to. Ex- he's he's another. He's a, he's like one of those faces that drives. He's a, yeah. like a lot of the cosplays. And yeah, stuff he like does that. a lot yeah. of the things. Yeah, he's a cool dude. But uh, uh, yeah, so just I watched that. So if you're if you're already on the road to Dragon Con, brother, uh, yeah, you can you can watch that. They put out one T minus eight months in mm, a week. I think they yeah. do one every month leading up to, and then they do a post. Yeah, if I'm correct. But you know, so this season I didn't see it on like the actual podcasting apps yet but it's probably gonna post soon if it didn't already. oh man yeah I'm looking looking forward to that but in the meantime megacon will definitely hold us over yeah that'll be a good time all right you want to get us some i you got i got uh this is a little something this is uh, kind of i don't know I got you, a bunch wanna, of, like, you don't want to call this news headers, just like, kind of more of a story that okay. I, I saw i felt it was really like we're all big dungeons and dragons fans here and stuff so uh so there's there was a uh tiktok video that went viral with a tiktok username del caldor is the name of the tiktok user or it's his, it's his handle anyways okay uh, so he's been dming the same campaign <laughs> yeah, does somebody name their kid del caldor. <laughs> <laughs> he's been dming the same campaign for over 30 years wow. like with the same people now if you're an adult trying to play dungeons and dragons you know that's damn near impossible it's hard to man. schedule this show it's hard Wait, like we, what, what 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 level are they at well that's that's the thing so they so they went to level 20 um, and I think they capped at 20 from what I understand. I don't from like the story. level caps. I want to keep going. Yeah. Well, this thing was at level He's, 20. Like they, they had done I everything from power. fighting 30, I think back. Um, well, I don't know. They, didn't, they, they, didn't, they, had a, a, they had an epic level campaign. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, to cut you off. Right. there was a, a, a follow up yeah. book. Yeah. So it, they've been playing since 93. So back then it would have been second edition or a D and D, but I don't know Ooh, if they, I don't know if they, that's my jam. dude. I don't know if they, I don't know if they like, I was an advanced Dungeons and Dragons player. <laughs> so as Not was just I. A dungeon advanced. Yes. You are advanced for um, your age. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. But I mean, but so this group of heroes in this campaign, like they've they've saved the world a dozen times over. You know, oh, they wow. they fought with you know gods and titans. Did they and destroy stuff like cities that. in the process? Like Pro- probably. But uh, so they had this in this latest campaign that's been going for thirty years now. At some point, like some of these guys did what move away, and years. so they they kept in touch by playing online. Like okay. They, yeah, they would. Okay. They but they still kept the game going because you know people move away as they grow up and stuff like that. So he introduced this all encompassing evil entity named Orthangle who awakened from a 10,000 year slumber and was basically like the, these are the only people in the world that can take on this evil being. Okay. And so before they did the final showdown, he mailed his, his players that weren't there. Like, all right, here's two envelopes. Open this one. If you lose open this one, if you win. Um, And like he, he basically, he didn't pull any punches for him. And uh, long story short, this, uh, this, these characters that have been running for 30 years, got TPK'd 
all of them. Like they lost, Whoa. they lost the so battle. For anybody who doesn't know, TPK means total, total party, party kill. kill. Yeah. yeah, that means they killed everybody in your group. Yeah, and that one guy who tried to run away, he got stabbed in the back. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> so, but but it was kind of cool the way he did it because he. Um, he set it up so Orthangle is this cosmic entity, and he basically like absorbs universes into himself. All right, bro, Galactus. <laughs> He's kind of like a universal Galactus, yeah. Um, and so all of the players reawakened in a new universe. So essentially, they are now first, Orth- yeah, well, yeah, level zero apparently. Um, That's a thing. They yeah. uh, they are reincarnations of their old characters like every japanese manga <laughs> in the past 10 years interesting there dies reawakens as first level yeah something but i thought it was kind yeah. of a cool way to be like all right we got tpk the characters i've been running for with for 30 years have died this is a way that they can kind of keep it going yeah so um yeah i just thought that was kind of a cool little cool little story i got a couple more things to talk about but i'll i'll hand it back over to you uh yeah that's that's freaking Pretty epic news for an epic level campaign. For a 30 year campaign, I thought that was noteworthy, man. Epically wrong. We're lucky if we can keep a campaign going for like six months. So, all right. Uh, Mine went two years, the one we ran. Oh yeah, yes. Ra- Pathfinder: Rise of the yeah. Rune Lords. Oh, I heard that was good. Was that was good. Uh, that was the one where uh, Richie saved the world with the Pythagorean, the Pythagorean theorem, because the, he was. So we were fighting the the BBEG or the big big bad evil <laughs> so, guy of the campaign who was like flying out of reach, and Nino's like, well, he's he's out of reach. Your range weapons can't hit him. And then here, here comes our, our buddy Richie, who's uh, he's a software engineer. Very so he works, intelligent guy. Yeah, yeah he, he works with math for a living, basically. Fucking math. <laughs> so he was like, he's like, all right, well, what are the dimensions of the room? Where are we standing? How high up is this guy? And so he works out like an, a freaking equation, and he shows it to Nino, and he goes, he's like, our ranged weapons can hit him, and Nino's like, fuck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because you you used math yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they killed it in one round. I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's mm. impressive. Two, two rounds? Yeah, well, it was too quick. I got an epic level monster for first bit of news here. Uh, okay. Uh, Godzilla minus one, big movie last year, a low budget, did okay. really well. It's over $100 million worldwide, I think. Uh, it's coming I got, back. I still got to watch that. It's coming back into the theater. And they're bringing it back for another round, huh? For, for another week, and it's Godzilla minus color. It's black and white. So it's in black and white. Why is got, why's really it got to be about color, man? Well, because no, it's like a like a traditional Godzilla film. Film it'll be no, cool, I dig you know? that. Like, okay, that's, that's I, like, a, I like it. I, I think it's it. great. And I, there's people who've seen this movie multiple times, and uh, they're going to go see it again in black and white. I think that's really cool. Like, when do you see that? Never right now. Maybe you do. I don't know. Um, okay, all right. Next, that's pretty cool. Uh, Noah Hawley has stated the new FX Alien series, which I'm a huge Alien fan, so we got to talk this. Oh okay, well, you mean like the Ridley Scott Alien? Yeah. Alien. They're, they're doing a TV series. Yes, the new. The new, I haven't heard this. Well, so it was going to be a movie, and Ridley Scott. We we talked about it on the show a little bit. Uh, approved of it. He's like, "Ooh, I like this." Uh, apparently, and um, anyway, it's not going to be canon with Prometheus and and those movies. It's probably good Alien coming. So it's kind of like with when they started breaking off with Terminator and like Sarah Connor Chronicles. They're like, it's its own thing. Well, it, so no, it's, no, no. it's not canonical. Is no, what this you're is canonical with the original. They're, they're always canonical with the original. Yeah. Let me, let me oh, I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. So, so Prometheus and stuff is set like 70 years from now, and the first Alien movie was in 2122. All right, so they moved away from the bioweapon stuff that dude made up in Prometheus, and they're going with the original canon. Like, okay. just crazy aliens. I dig they it. don't exactly know where they come from. A lot more mystery. I like this because I like the OG way. Alien and Aliens, great movies. Alien 3, yeah, it's all right. It's got its moments. Um, but yeah, yeah, so it's going to be cool. 
and I think it's set on Earth. But so I mean, that's it's coming to FX. Like so, streaming would be on probably Hulu. I had if I had to guess. Do you know? I, I don't know yet. There's not a lot out on this yet. You so. call yourself a journalist. <sighs> you make me sick. I've never called myself a journalist. <laughs> I say journalist. You're a podcaster. You're a podcaster, Harry. Oh, as, as our friend put at the Potential Podcast would Which say. Which is really funny because I'm actually going to talk about, uh, I, I say journalist, and my next little <laughs> bit of news peeing? here is Anaya Cholota, Cholotara, who played Yennefer oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the Witcher series. She's so hot. <laughs> uh, uh, she's, she's been so cast hot. for she, a DC project. She's joining the DCU. Interesting. Who do you or, think or she's it, playing? Wait, is it the MCU? No, D- DCEU, right? It's, it's oh, actually, it's just the DCU now. DCU. Creature Commandos. Is that MCU or DCU? Yeah. Creature Commando. DC. Okay. Yeah. Glad we have Nino yeah. here. So she's going to be in that. And uh, yeah, you know her as Yennefer, uh, just like a journalist uh, yeah. in the Witcher series. Yeah. So she's going to play what? She's just in the, she signed on. She's we just don't, we don't know yet. So it's speculation at this point. Well, she signed on. Which I mean, well, I mean, well, but as to what she's gonna play, yeah, as what role? Yeah, interesting. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I I liked her as Jennifer in seasons one and two. I stopped at season two. How but, much? Uh, how much news do you got? Because I got a couple like I got a, I got a couple other things. Um, a couple little. Uh, I'll, I'll do a little bite sized piece of information here. Yeah, um, I got. I got. Some so bites. the Mortal Kombat reboot, the sequel to the Mortal Kombat okay. reboot, has found its Johnny Cage. Ooh, Carl, Johnny Cage. Carl Urban will be Johnny no Cage shit. in Mortal Kombat Two. Who's uh, what's John? Carl, Carl, Carl Urban, Urban, man. Carl he was, Urban. Oh, he's done. He's 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 like he's got he's, major nerd. He's cred, Butcher dude. and the Boys. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Butcher. He was oh, he, was, he yeah. was Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. He was, Dredd, he was. Uh, Star Trek. He, he was, was Doctor McCoy. He is, yeah yeah. He was McCoy. He was in uh, Lord of the Rings. He was like, in Hercules. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. actually really good yeah. in Lord of the Rings. He was uh, Icarus in the uh, Hercules series that was in the nineties. Oh my god, I forgot about like Kevin Sorbo. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't realize he was he was. That's where he started. That was his first, I think his first acting gig. I know he looks more refined. Like he's not young, but I wouldn't say he's old by any stretch. So, oh no, he'd still, he could still do it. Man, I I, I love, I love some some Carl Urban, man. (laughs) It sounded like you were going to say he could still get it. I mean, (laughs) I'm kidding. I mean, listen, man, I'm I'm not a gay man, but if he came up to me, yeah, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. I can (laughs) acknowledge that. Uh, (laughs) All right. I got some bite sized stuff before we get into it. You got to, I got a couple more things. Yeah. Um, Oh, you go ahead. Uh, So, George Lucas actually uh, came out. I don't know if he defended George Lucas came out. Finally, <laughs> I don't know if he. Di- it, this is funny. He he stated that a documentary style uh, director or something is in fact actually a really good thing for Star Wars because you have more of an intimate feel. So that's actually pretty pretty cool because I know a lot of people were complaining about this documentary lady that's going to do the next Star Wars. She's never done a feature film and stuff like that. We talked about it last week, but well, George Lucas says, "Hey, that could be a good thing." And you know what? It could be. Could it, it could, could be? be. She's, yeah. It's really going to make men feel uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's 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 what she said. She's like, I want to make men feel now, uncomfortable. No, and, and honestly, and I'm actually I'm actually gonna I'm gonna defend her a defend little bit on, on this. that one. Too, yeah, yeah, because because apparently, from my understanding, what she was talking about is in her home country thing, yeah. of of Pakistan. She was t- making that statement in relation to men who support honor killings. It, it was, and, it, you know, it, it was oh. about like the 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 prior work she's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So now, does she think that that's their base audience? Well, I, hopefully, yeah. I would hope because I didn't watch the whole interview, I so. but I, I would hope that she that she was talking about the documentaries 
that she made that's what she was about about yeah. that kind of thing yeah. and so not she's, Star Wars. Well, let's talk about honor killings. So no, let's, what, let's, what, let's what exactly? Let's not. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> what, I mean, uh, what is an honor? Uh, we're, we're, we're not. Uh, doing we're not doing that. Doing that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what that is. You know, in, in lighter news, Bill and Ted Four is apparently being written right now. Why? 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 What? Wow. No. Why? We don't need that. It is being written, and uh, that's the thing. Um, I got. I got four tiny video game things here, but there's another movie thing we need to talk about. Cause I think you got, you got, it. I got a little bit of movie stuff. Um, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about, um, before we get into bill and Ted part four, we're not most, getting into most that. excellent bogus journey. Bodacious. I, I think just mentioning it was getting into it. <laughs> yeah. A yeah, um, couple of trailers drop one, uh, one that I'm kind of excited about one, not so much. Um, the one that I'm not so much excited about would be uh, Joker two trailer dropped with Joaquin oh, Phoenix. You're not excited. Or I'm you not. Are? I'm not excited about that. Is it Napoleon I, as the Joker? <laughs> I mean, that movie standalone wasn't like that, that's awful. what I feel. Oh, no, no, and that's the thing. I feel like it was the the stand, the first one was good, but I feel like we're 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 pushing it now by making a sequel to. It. I feel like we said everything we needed to say with the first one, and now we're going to do the sequel with with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga, and it's going to focus on. The, the love affair of Dr. Harleen Quinzel and Arthur Fleck and how she becomes Harley Quinn. And I just, I don't, I don't feel like we need another a sequel origin how film. I have, have a sequel without having Batman in it. That's the thing. But it's not going to have like, Batman. Like, Batman's still a kid at this point. And we're having the rise this of... this guy that's just crazy hmm. and wears clown makeup. Yeah. And, uh... I just I, I feel like all right now we've seen the rise of the Joker, but now that means that for all those years that Batman was like out there as a kid training to become Batman, Joker's just gone unchecked for like what twenty years, fifteen years, something like that. So it just the timeline doesn't really know. match up. You know, I I don't. I just feel like this know. is this is a movie where we had a good thing the first time and we didn't really need to do a. It part was a two. different take on the character for sure. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first Joker movie. But I just feel like it's one of those things where we don't need to go into a part two, and that's what we're getting. So, well, your other trailer though, you're really excited about. Oh yeah, so Spaceman, uh, Spaceman with Adam Sandler, and this is like so. We've, if I say that the, to you that there's a uh, Spaceman with Adam Sandler, of course you're gonna think of some like goofy comedy where like Adam Sandler gets launched into space yeah, or some that shit. Is the first thing I thought. Yeah. Set to Dave Matthews, the space no, this actually looks like it's shaping up to be a decent movie. I, I'm actually, it looks like some legitimate science fiction drama happening with Adam Sandler. And, and as I said to you before, like Adam Sandler's made a great living just being a clown. And I don't mean clown as in like a derogatory thing. I mean, he's just been, he's been, he's, he's been a clown. Like, like the Billy. Joker. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's a great clown, but I feel like he's getting older now. And that sort of like frat boy stuff just isn't flying anymore. So he's trying to break away and do some different stuff. So we watched this trailer for Spaceman, and uh, it it looks like either it's either a legitimate science fiction drama or a psychological drama. Thriller? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if it's so much a thriller. It doesn't, like, no parts of it really seem frightening or, like, scary. But uh, so. uh, Just being out alone alone at the edge of freaking solar system. Yeah, so basically, he's, he's, he's a Czechoslovakian astronaut, and he's on the edge of the solar system on this mission. He's been out there for several months by himself. He has a pregnant wife that he left back on Earth to do this mission. And he's approached by this um, this spider like alien being who like comes to help him. It looks like a spider. It looks like a spider. But then you're kind of left to wonder like, is this really an alien being on the ship with him, or is this entire movie just happening inside his head? You know, I I have to say like, 
I, you know, I, I've always thought that he was a little bit deeper of an actor than he lets on to be. Cause like, there's, I agree. there's a lot of great moments in a lot of his films. And I, I think it's super cool that he's doing something like this. Um, you know, he's not like super old or anything, but he's like, I wouldn't even say he's branching out cause he's obviously capable of acting. He did and, punch, and punch a, drunk. Yeah. Club, a million which different roles. Not anywhere near as like a, no comedy whatsoever. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And this, this is cool that he's doing things like this. I like this. And he's, you know, it's not your typical space trope. He's not American or Russian. Or yeah. a Chinese guy, right? There's like a three people represented in space. He's like a Czechoslovakian dude, mm-hmm. single man, scientific mission at the at the edge of the solar system. Yeah. It's kind of creepy and scary. I don't know, man. I, I just watched that Gravity movie, and we, we've talked about The Martian quite a bit and things right. like this, like people overcoming odds. Or, you know, I just watched the uh, the the remake of, um, it's not a remake of Alive, but the new version of the story oh, of the, the Andy's Netflix, Playcrest. The Netflix yeah, one. that was really good. Well done. And and also, you know, I watched Everest again recently. Uh, all those kind of movies of, of, I don't know, just human will. like This could go a lot of directions. So I'm very interested to see this. Film. Well, and I think for me, I think a big part of it is the fact that most everything that's made now is either connected to like an existing IP yeah. or resurrecting a dead franchise it's or something like that. And I, I know this is based on a book, apparently. But I'm just really happy to see something on screen from an actor who's based, generally a comedic actor who's doing something way different. And it's just something different. And I think that's what really excites me about it. It's just something new. The story seems crazy, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So anyways, that's uh, that's Space Man. It's coming to Netflix in March. So go check that out. Do you out. think you'd be able to handle going no. out? In this? No. No. I've I spent a long no. time. Uh, I spent a Not lot if of, I had a pregnant wife at home. No, <clears> man. I spent long times alone working so yes from that standpoint you can do it as long as you keep your routines and crush it but um yeah like in space is just so scary do you you think mentally like a spider or some other manifestation would appear i don't know i've never never been in space so i don't know i feel like that could happen though that's a fear after being alone for 100 and what was it 128 days or something that's a that's a a long time it is pretty long time it's like Several months. months. Yeah. I don't know. The only way you could really replicate that here, I guess, if you were like, why would you do a solo mission like Antarctica or like the North Pole? Or something? I'm trying to think of something remote or or like the lady lived with the gorillas, but she had gorillas. So that's some sort of stimulation. But yeah. like you like uh, sensory deprivation, you know, like, you know, let's say you decide to stop brushing your teeth for a few weeks and you can die from that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, like you go nuts. Yeah, you could you could definitely go crazy. Humans, humans aren't meant to be alone. We're social creatures. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's how we make more humans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what it was the two dudes who were alone in uh, red versus blue. He's like, I, I, sir, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to say this, but uh, we need more dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I digress. No, that's but, all good. Um, and they were in space too, right? Halo. Yeah. Uh, what else you got for dudes? We got some, uh, I got four or five video game things real quick. So there's a retro themed cyberpunk game coming out. That's uh, the trailers dropped. Uh, it's going to be released on both the Nintendo switch and Xbox. If you like pixelated stuff. So it's, it's cyberpunk, but it's a FPS kind of a cast or a Metroidvania style game. No, no, no. Just like a, a first person shooter. I, I'm not sure. It's not call of duty, but it's like something like that. Just a game. Okay. Um, we got plants versus zombies three, uh, which is called welcome to Zomberbia. Uh, which looks cool. Those games are always fun. You can play. I like Plants vs. Uh, Zombies. Uh, yeah, I, I played the I played the shit out of the first You know where I one, first uh, saw that game? Well, I, I saw it. I heard about it for a long time, but the first time I played it was like at uh, Chili's. You could <laughs> play, you yeah, play yeah, on yeah. the little thing, which was cool. Uh, that was a long time ago. Um, Ace Combat Seven: Skies Unknown is releasing a deluxe edition for Nintendo Switch. 
Quick question. You guys ever played any of these flight simulators? Or no. It's not really a fi- flight simulator like in the Microsoft traditional thing, but it's just, dude, the visuals on them are super cool. You get all these cool retro planes as, fu- as well as futuristic planes. The story is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it, it was a fun game. I, I think I played seven. Might have been the last one I played, but it's cool. It's coming out for Switch, and the trailer looks amazing. Go check it out. Uh, you can hit all the normal places for trailers, IGN, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong also got a cinematic trailer. Uh, where Donkey Kong okay. is, uh, he sees the commercial for the Mario toys, and he's like, "I want that." <laughs> and uh, it's it, it's Kong from uh, Donkey Kong Country. Oh yeah, and uh, so from, he, from, the, from the Mario movie. So he goes oh, and yeah. buy it, and they're sold out. And then he so he looks down the street, and there's like the Mario toy factory. So he goes and breaks in the toy factory, and instead of being like asking the toads who are building the toys, like, "Hey, can I buy one from me?" He just steals them all, and then he sees Mario on the street, and he's just like, and like Mario's like, <laughs> I guess it. So it was kind of funny, right? It had right. No more new game details out, but it was a silly trailer. And um, and then I got I got some controversial news. Oh, controversy! All right, what is it? Old Billy Mitchell. Who? Billy Mitchell. Oh yeah, Billy Mitchell. How's he doing? Billy yeah. Mitchell, who used to have the high scores in Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, I heard about that. What? Yeah. What He's is this a, from? The, like the 1980s or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so his scores have been restored on the website uh, Twin Galaxies recently. They've been restored. Restored. He doesn't have the highest score though. But they've been restored in their archive, which isn't actually a gamer. Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't isn't a leaderboard. So he's up there though. Restored, he's like top three. Yeah, though. but he cheated for it. So no, 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 no. So, so we got to get into this. So, so Billy Billy Mitchell was a huge high score gamer in the eighties. He's known for both Kong and Pac Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Great, great stuff on their achievements. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records, um, and he's been in a defamation suit with this company for about four years uh, after being accused of using a modified cabinet to score yes. said scores. Uh. And he did not win the suit, but the suit was settled. Ah, yes. So. In, in in his in his eyes, he calls that that's a win, but really they just said, okay, we'll 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 put your stats in this archive, that that's actually not a real leaderboard. It's just our archive. It's not even on the we- actual website. Okay. And that that was it. So time extension uh, is a website uh, that that I read this on. Yeah. Um, but the uh, uh, they're like a retro gaming website. Pretty cool. But if you look at like. Um, was that movie uh nintendo quest right when a guy goes out and tries to buy the canadian guy tries to buy all the nintendo games within like mm-hmm. 30 days or whatever uh they they get with one of the old gamers from from mitchell's day right mm-hmm. and um you know he's he's pointing out like atari games and stuff he's like, I got a high score in this i got a high score in this i got a high score in this that was like a really competitive scene back in the day right yeah. and billy mitchell sure. is well known you'll see him in a lot of those movies he actually in a uh what movie was he in? He was brought back kind of as a uh, the wizard. Was it the wizard? Oh, no, 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 no. He was he was brought back in a in a recent documentary as kind of like the villain of Kong, you know, of Donkey Kong, um, which was kind of interesting. But no, I, I mean, like, I, I mean, I, don't I wasn't there, enough. right? I don't know enough about the cabinets. And what, watched, what's considered a modified cabinet? Was the light different? Was uh, was the controller different? So like, what, what, what? So I've watched a few videos about it, and, <laughs> and what what it is that the videos that he had taken of him getting those high scores were an exact copy of the demo for the game of getting that. Like, so like it was something that the, the game actually put out okay. as a demo. And he took those and made a video of it and saying like, Oh, this is my, uh, proof yeah. my high. So as a speed runner though, myself with some classic games, which I'm, I'm way out of practice for um, you, there are people uh, and I'm not, I'm not on any leaderboard. I've never posted anything online. I've never done a video or anything like that. But there are people straight up that can pixel perfect run games. Oh yeah. 
Uh, and they're like, they even say like the, the guys who do screen rap in Zelda, for example, like if that's not perfect, I like I've done it a couple times. If it's not perfect, it doesn't happen. Right. So they hit it and they hit it every time throughout the entire gameplay. Mad props. Right. I, I know it sounds silly, right? People are like, Oh, you're the controller. You're like, yeah, it's hand-eye coordination to the max, you know? So I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I, I, I'm, you know? I'm a, I don't know enough either. Just as what if I'm not, I know I get slayed when I play Donkey Kong, you know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mentioned this and Dylan like, <laughs> made jokes about it, like the Donkey Kong Two when he climbs both ropes. Anyway, uh, I'm, dance- that's I'm dancing. Vi- that's more of a visual joke. You can't, can't see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's an interesting story for sure. Yeah, sweet. And that's uh, hey, here's something I know the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Some uh, some video game news, and I'm sure you guys are really excited about. Skyrim just got its first update of 2024. They updated some bugs and patches and shit. Like an official one? Wait, the Skyrim from... From 20, 2011. 20 years ago, yeah. Skyrim? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And my thought to that is fucking why? Like, stop stop fucking with Skyrim. It's, it's still on Switch, what? though. Because I mean, Elder Scrolls Six. They are. Stop, they are. F- stop well, so fucking here, with the so game. So now here's the thing. IGN <clears> just <throat> said, uh, we're going to play Skyrim 2, a.k.a. Elder Scrolls Six. So, like, yeah. Skyrim, this is, now this is actually smart. So the studio that's making that movie, Bethesda, making movie. the game. Sorry. It almost is. Um, they're, they're letting these people make, they let them make mods for the last 15 let years. Correct. And they have some great we, mods we, out we there, which we've talked mods. about. So yeah. the yeah. longer you let people do that work for you, the less you have to pay people to do that work for you. So, Facts. Yeah. So they're letting all of the all modders, these, all the modders, all these super fans make these mod- moderations. Mm-hmm. And then when... That's time to come and be like, oh, we're just going to take this, this, this. Oh, now I don't have to pay this person. We don't have to pay this person. We don't have to pay this person. We already have a finished game because all these fans had already put this out. It's a very smart, I mean, on there, as far as like capitalist. Well, yeah, that's fine. Like, and, and I love Skyrim, man. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a huge Skyrim fan, but also in the same vein, leave it the fuck alone. Stop selling me the same game that you've been selling me for the past like 12, 13 years. And just get to work on Elder Scrolls I don't Six. Know, have man. you seen some of those mods? I think they are. Working. Oh no, I, I love some of those mods. He's, he's waiting great. for the. Super I'm waiting mod. for Beyond Skyrim yeah. to come out, man. Still, I've been waiting for like six years for that mod to come out. Stop it! You're scared. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's that. That's anyways. That was that's my little Skyrim rant for the day. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's about all I got for news. Do you have anything else? Oh, uh, no, man. We went through quite a bit. All right, well, let's let's get to our review, and uh, then we'll we'll kick it over to Comic Man here pretty soon. Okay. All right, so um, reviews. So we uh, we talked about it a little bit for the news segment last week. We talked about uh, the Dudesy podcast. They mm-hmm. have an AI on their show named Dudesy who we'll decided so. to, I guess they talked about George Carlin on the show. So Dudesy decided to do an entire hour-long stand-up special that you can listen to on YouTube called uh, George Carlin I'm glad I'm dead. Right. And they brought George they uh, bought, brought back a virtual version of George Carlin for a stand-up special and I thought it would be when worthy you, to like when we watched it together last y- week. Yeah, when you shared the it? little, little well, segment, we're, we're going to get into that. Uh, when you shared the segment, I was really excited for it. Yeah, and then we watched it. And then we watched Ooh. it. Well, here here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to start with the things that I liked about it. For I like think one, I'm in agreement with the daughter who's against it. Yeah, well, George Carlin's daughter short. came out and said, "No, this is stupid. I hate this. I hate this." Um, and and I kind of agree with her to that to that extent. But I, I'll talk about some of the things I liked about it. One, like you perfectly, they they like this AI perfectly matched uh, George Carlin's voice, his cadence, 
his setups and his punchlines. Like the like it really sounded like I was sitting there listening not to George Carlin. Not all well, of it, but when when it, well, I'm going to talk about that. The delivery was there. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, it was it was. Uh, I mean, spot ons, whatever. But it was pretty good and got you George Carlin and, vibes. And, and George they even, Carlin vibes. And they like he even they even poked fun of the fact that. This was an AI replicating George right. Carlin, where he said, they're all coming back, folks. Yeah, Me, Robin Williams. Hey, Bill Cosby can come back without any of the rape. Isn't that great? You know what I mean? So, and Bill Cosby's not even dead. Yeah. But that sounds he like something George, George yeah. Carlin would say. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So, I mean, there's a lot of those things in there that I was like, absolutely, like, this is, this is 100% spot on. Even the title... I'm glad I'm dead. That if George Carlin could cynical. do a, yeah. a, if he could do something from beyond the grave, he would most definitely title it "I'm glad I'm dead." Like that's 100% Carlin. But then, like you get into it and you start like listening to it and like listen, man. George Carlin was very um, he was van- very He's prolific. He was, well, yeah, but he was also like very anti-establishment, absolutely anti-government, he, um, anti-censorship. He was liberal. He, he was yeah. he was liberal in the classical yeah, sense. You gotta, of liberal. You got to yeah. turn your thing because yeah. it's, it's classic that, liberal. It's that side. Yeah. There you go. Very, very, uh, very class. But it's, uh, but I feel like, and there's, there's a lot of like very popular, and I won't get into it too much. But I'm just, there's a very, a lot of very popular takes uh, today. You know, I think George Carlin was anti-establishment, and he was very much on board with all of the. I'm sorry, not he. The AI that was replicating George Carlin was very much like pro some of these takes, and I'm like. George Carlin would have ripped this shit apart, man. Like, I I mean, I guess nobody can know for sure except for George Carlin. But I, I felt like, all right, this I'm is pretty like, sure I know that he would have he would have been like, nah, I would have made a way I, better I job. I have one yeah. question. Sure. How do you know the AI um, <laughs> isn't George Carlin? <laughs> How do you know the AI wants to, uh, you know, replicate? Be an AI, like maybe it identifies as something else. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's kind of funny because that's, that's, that's some of the stuff about, that he went into. Yeah, and I, and I, I was I'm I'm listening to this thinking like this is the popular take. This is this is what he's talking about right now is 100 percent what the thing like, is is they fed that AI so they much fed that that, that AI was the punchlines that was fed yeah. that was fed into somebody that had a certain set of beliefs and I'm not talking trash about Will or yeah. any of those guys but like whoever well they didn't even do it it was the yeah, AI whoever well, I mean, did couldn't, that couldn't you just it's like okay, there's so many lines of code not could, code but like you just be like okay here this is your this is your information your box, right. this is what you get you get you give them all George Car- Carlin. And then you put today's events like where we are as in society. Well, he, I mean, some of it was great. Like he did a whole bit about like who is Taylor Swift fucking this week, and, and like you're listening to it, you're like, this is pretty he, spot on. He, he you may know? say something like that, but like in the in the in the same context, you can just tell it's it's there's it's not just a box. Listen, and then and then here's the news lines. It 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 was. Uh, Somebody had their own stuff. Yeah, yeah so they put their own it, stuff yeah. in there that like was definitely like I, I truly and nobody I just, can know. George but, George wouldn't talk like that. I, yeah, I, I I like nobody can know, but I I'm like listen to this and I'm like I don't think George Carlin would be on board with some of this stuff. You know, on that note, I do have one more bit of freaking news review. Sure, hit uh, me. That's similar similar but different. Okay. Uh, that's just reminded me. Uh, you know, Alan Rick Rick's Richardson. Yeah. Alan Rickson, Rickman. Alan. Yeah, yeah. He's, Alan Rickman. He's jacked. He's freaking jacked. He's, he's dead. No, 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 no. Alan Rickman. Oh. Talking about Alan the, Richardson. Uh, Re- uh, Richardson. Oh, I thought you said yeah, Alan Richard, Rickman. Richard. Richard. Oh, Thad okay, Castle, Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Aquaman. Guy, yeah. That guy. Aquaman. 
Uh, <laughs> Smallville. Yeah, so, Smallville Aquaman. So I, I don't know why this just reminded me, but uh, our boy, the T-1000, oh, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. I, he was at MegaCon he, last he year. He said that Arnold he Schwarzenegger out, was smaller he than... He came out and said that Alan is bigger than Arnold. Oh, like, shots oh, fired. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to give the context, though. During the filming of T-2. So an older Arnold. We're not talking 1975 Olympia Arnold. We're talking... In so, 1992, so here, like 20 years almost difference, he said that Alan is currently larger than Arnold was when they were filming T2. So here's, no. the, here's the thing about Arnold, right? So <laughs> a Arnold, big dude. Ar- Arnold, for years, has yeah. been has been predicating this, I'm six foot two, 240 pounds. Right. right. Monster. Well, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts to come to light in later years that he'd been, had been using lifts in his shoes. No, yeah, he's only like five eight. Yeah, he's, like, he's, no, he's, he's not five eight. He's, he's, five, he's not he's, six no, eight. He's dude, not freaking he's Franco Colombo is only like five. He's six he's or not five, six seven. foot. George George, uh, I'm sorry, Jake Cutler's like five eight or five nine. He's like my yeah, height. he's like a midget, like five ten. Oh, sorry. Lee Priest is a little shorter, right? Like the, some of these guys aren't. <laughs> everybody looks down on me, uh, <laughs> but no, like Arnold is a a tall guy, like five eleven. No way. Yeah. You can't. What was so, he, what's the other guy that has the height issue right now? It's the governator, right? The the uh, According to Google. Yeah. It says he's 6'2". 6'2". 6'2", but then I, but then, was, yeah. I but, thought he was but like But then two, there's people that stand next to him that are 6'2" and they're well, and he's he, older now. I don't give a shit. You don't lose, <laughs> you don't lose that much. And that man's been in shape. It's not like yeah, okay, Arnie, older Arnie people, does take good care of himself. Older people age. tend to get short, smaller when they get older. And I'm talking about older people like when my grandparents, who my were grandmother from the 30s, was probably pretty short, and yeah. they were like, my grandfather was five five tops at his best. Okay, yeah. Okay. He, later, he was five two because he was old five and two. out of shape. Three inches, dude. I mean, <coughs> he made it to seventy, but he he shrunk. He shrunk, and Arnold Schwarzenegger has not. I mean, he he was he not just, shrunk. Uh, I am. It's not a tumor. No, he he'd he'd always been. I there's a picture of him standing next to. Um, uh, Andre Wilt, the Giant Will Chamberlain, and Will and Will Chamberlain, Chamberlain which yeah. is amazing. Which, Those guys are also like seven feet tall. Again, those are so, so they're when, huge. When these people get labeled this height, it's like it's like promotion. Like, okay, I'm actually, I'm, oh, I'm six foot seven. Like Hulk Hogan, six. He's labeled what did six say, foot like seven, twenty four inch, two hundred eighty pounds. He's, he's six foot three and has two hundred thirty pounds. I mean, I don't know. He's pretty tall, man. Six foot three. That's that is tall. tall. It's taller than I am. I know, but like, I mean, I'm always impressed. I stand around next to you guys a lot, and uh, you're taller than me. Uh, but, but you aren't six seven. You know, I mean, that's well, five inches taller the, than me. The only real life <laughs> five the, inches, <laughs> like that's. So the only that, real that's re- fucking gigantic. So so the only real life example I have this, and I don't I don't mean to talk crap because this guy's gonna be on the show at some point. So Doctor Gene's like <laughs> so Gene's so like what six four? Uh, sure. According to according to the Wikipedia, right? Yeah. And um, so I I met I, so I, I was standing I was standing next to uh, Andre Arfles- Ar- Arlovsky, the UFC fighter, right? Awesome guy. I love him to death. Shout out to Andre. You're still my favorite with the vampire teeth and everything. Just terrifying guy, right? So we're all we're all hanging out one day. And um Gene's I'm like, how tall are you? He's like, Yeah, I'm six four. I was like, Andre, how tall are you? And he's like, six four. And I'm like, Andre is taller. Yeah. A lot by like a notice to me at least, but people slouch, right? You know, and I'm not saying dude slouches, no, but like, I mean, I've, you I've, got two guys that are technically the same height, I've, but one I've met Gene, one lock and he's the same height as me. I think he was sitting down. <laughs> no, I met him standing up. He's like, definitely taller than you. 
Mm, I mean, like I met him. Yeah, like, I know, I know. Person to person, and yeah, I can yeah. see the top of his head. I meet him, shake his head. Yeah, like mm. I mean, it's bald, but I can see it. You yeah, know what I mean, like same dude, same. But you are also probably still growing because you're awesome. You know, in your defense, <laughs> and, and you're, you're probably a Flintstone kid. You're probably like six five now, and you just don't even realize it. <laughs> I'm at. Yeah. But so so I'm, George Carlin interview. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, that just reminded me of that. But yeah, height that can be disputable. But Lou Frignos was bigger than Arnold back in the day. Way taller, and he's still tall. He's massive. I met Lou Frigno like seven times. Dude's way taller than me. Okay. Met, met Arnold Schwarzenegger once. Not taller than me. You did meet him. Yes. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay. That's well, this saying. changes everything like, then. Yeah. I've seen the guy in real life. He's not taller than I am. Okay. I'm like, so my whole life has been a lie. <laughs> oh, man. You want me to blow your mind? A coyote is faster than a roadrunner. Your entire life that is a lie. <laughs> that actually makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> How would he get to those places to be able to set up all those traps if he wasn't faster? <laughs> Well, if, that's, he just, if he just ran to catch him, yeah, he, he, just, he didn't have to get those rocket skates you know, from Acme. He had this like thing. He's like, I just really want this to be an intricate kind of like trap. I got you. He's a James Bond supervillain. Yes, I'm going to make an elaborate trap. He's like, that it's too really easy for me to catch you physically. I'm going to make some really obscure traps. Mm. Mm, far out and beat you mentally. <laughs> I'll make you question. Beat, I'll make you question who you are I'm as a beat person. This bird mentally. Wait, am I taller than I actually think I am? I don't know. Maybe man. I'm five ten. I don't know it. You know, five five eleven. Yeah, I don't know. All right. All so, right. <laughs> you want you want to do a uh, you want to get up with uh, Comic Man? See yeah, he's this up, should be see good. What he's up to. This should be good. All right, Comic Man. Here we go. Comic Man from Baltimore. He's got more books than a comic store. From X-Men to Fantastic Four, all the sagas he's explored. It's time to check in with Comic Man. And we got Comic Man on the line checking in with us to give us all the latest and greatest with uh, comic book news. Comic Man, how you doing, sir? Gentlemen, I am doing wonderful. It is a uh, cold, snowy time here in the D.C. region. You got a snow day this week? Uh, we've had all the snow days this week, pretty much. Nice. The kids, the kids are gonna—they're not gonna know what school. Well, they had—we had like four inches of snow Monday. We we're already off MLK, and then they got off Tuesday and Wednesday because the county couldn't handle three or four inches of snow. I watched Buffalo get five feet of snow out for a football game over the weekend, and these guys couldn't get three inches of snow out, so they closed for two days. That's that's the getting, that's the standard up there, right? Yeah, and we're getting we're getting more snow like tonight, like like middle of the night oh, tonight wow. into tomorrow. So I guarantee they're closed tomorrow. So yeah, I'm wow. like, yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be great, awesome. Everyone's so you like, oh, everyone's like, oh, your kids are so happy. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, ready to cut some bitches in a, in a maze with an axe right now. <laughs> <laughs> do do you have a strange this. bartender in your kitchen named Grady it, by chance? About to be. And, you know, the thing is, like, just like him, like, I don't drink, so I'm like, you, you know, if I start, there's gonna be a problem. Your boy Lex, <laughs> your boy just, Lex is a very willful boy, if I do say so myself, they, Charles. They just keep giving, they keep giving each other glasses of ice. Like, <laughs> he, he just came up to me a little while ago. It was was like, what do I do with this sandwich? I'm like. He's like, I don't like it. I'm like, well, I need something else. I don't care. I'm going to call. So. Okay. It's not pizza. I, I have faith. <laughs> do they still do square pizza at school? You know, some days they do square, and some weeks it's circle pizza. He likes the circle pizza. 
Oh, does weird. not like the square pizza. <laughs> the circle pizza has um, cheese in the crust. Circle gets the square. I do like cheese on the crust, yeah. man, because I mean, yeah, otherwise they, it's they have, just the handle. Do I don't want to eat the handle. Yeah, they've they've got cheese in the crust, and he's like, "Oh, we had circle pizza today." Some 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 days, like some circle of the lunch pizza, sounds pretty banger. You know what? I remember when this. Remember when the stuffed crust came out? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was that was game changing, revolutionary, right? Yeah. So yeah, what, uh, one of our, like Ringo Starr was uh, uh, was the, we're going this, off. We're going one, off. One of our friends worked at a Pizza Hut. Who was that? It, it doesn't matter if they if they're not cool. Don't say they're. I worked name. at Domino's, but uh, <laughs> no. But like this was back when like Domino's. that first came out, and they said like each of those string cheeses was so much. They talked about how much a pizza cost, and it was like nothing. And yeah. like for what you paid, for, and that was back then. Now it'd be like absurd. It's still nothing, and they just make a lot. Yeah, of some money. some of the some of the school lunch like he really likes, and some of it I don't even know how it's like oh, passes like any sort of standard. Lunch. Chicken nuggets. You, you shouldn't square this pizza school lunch is like like the, the, hamburger the is crunchy. The spaghetti shouldn't be crunchy. It shouldn't that's, be a thing. That's probably why I did well in the military because like Salisbury steak day was uh, pretty amazing to me. <laughs> a little gravy on top. I love Salisbury. Yeah, when you're a boot, when it's, you're a it's, a, kid, it's like the same hamburger you. patty, just in a different shape. Yeah, like from high it's served up a little different. Yeah. It's square. It's got some sauce. Sometimes that, it's cut. Sometimes it's circle. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Sometimes it looks like it's, it's like oblong. Good. Like it's like it's like not quite a football. Yeah, it's like so a Charles, it's like a yeah, it's, Charles, where do you think the X Men are headed? Okay, sure. Let's go. Let's go with that. Why I like not? It. Go you for it. All right. things I want to talk about tonight, actually. So, so Nino, Nino said he's caught up on X-Men. He wanted I'm, to chat I'm, with I'm you about all, X-Men. I'm all caught up on it. So, And he's, oh, like, you're all he's, like, he's yeah. like on his fifth or sixth gold monkey, so he's ready to go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Well, Go, for, golden the, for people who... I've talked about the, the, the current era of X-Men you know, before on the show, but like, you know, the quick recap is that they found out that... Maura McTaggart, who was a human ally for years, was secretly a mutant this whole time. And every time she dies, reality <gasps> she, resets. She, she resets the universe. So they're, they're, and she and she, but she remembers, and that's the thing. So she remembers where things have gone wrong, and she's trying. So she she goes one of her resets. She goes to Xavier and Magneto, and is like, "Look, here's how we get out of this situation." We need to set up our own island, and we'll have all this like special stuff. Right. It's the only way to stop because their ultimate enemy is going to be AI, and that's what's going to be the war is going to oh, be between shit. AI but, and machines like versus then Ultron. Or like, but then Sinister cloned a bunch of more yeah. taggarts, <laughs> and yeah, and sort of doing his own little resets and like yeah. exploring his own little timelines and stuff like that. And we find out that Sinister is not really Sinister; he's been a clone all along. Of Nathaniel, and the real deal. Yeah, and the real the deal crown. with Daniel X is he's a enig- he's Enigma. That's yep. his name now. He's going to be the new big bad. So, so yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's 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 they they had an exit plan early on when Robert when um when what's his face when Hickman yep. when Jonathan Hickman started it, and then Marvel decided we want to drag this out, and Hickman was like, "No, I'm ready to move on to the oh, next they, phase." They're they like, yeah, that's out. cute." Nah, they dragged it out, and they so dragged long. it out, and they started, and and then it became like so. Hickman just bounced. Hickman was like, "All right, I'm out. I'm done. I'm doing something else." Yeah, okay. And um, so now that so it was spinning its wheels, and now they're in the final phase, the fall of X. It was like the rise of the house. Like now it's like the fall of X, and everything is like they've been set up as scapegoats by this anti-mutant group that's like convinced everyone that the medicine they've been giving people has like a kill code in it and because mm-hmm. they're they're the ones who put the kill code in the medicine so they've like set the mutants up they've killed a lot of the mutants they've destroyed their resurrection protocols they're scattered all over the place and um they're we're, in, we're entering that like final phase of this era and it looks like based on the last issue that they're going to reboot 
kill Moira McTaggart as a kid. Which will reboot and reboot entire, everything. That's, which, that's, yeah. what I was, that's what I was asking about, really. That's what I really wanted to get into, is that they're going to restart. I mean, Because that, that'll have fundamental changes for the entire Marvel Universe. It has to, because if Krakoa is the... Krakoa, for, for people who don't know the X-Men lore, is... The X Men was canceled back in the sixties and seventies. It didn't have; it wasn't a sale, you know, machine. So, like, for years, they just had reprints. And in nineteen seventy-five, we get the the very famous giant-sized X Men number one, and that brings Wolverine onto the team, and Sunfire and Banshee. But it also mm-hmm. introduces Nightcrawler, Storm, and Colossus, and, and Thunderbirds. We have this multicultural team, and the whole gist of it was that Cyclops was on this island that turns out to be really secretly alive. The other four X-Men on the team are captured. Cyclops is the only one who gets out. He has to lead a new team to rescue them. And that was the whole plot. And that, so now Krakoa turns out that there it's this new island that that's it's become their like island sanctuary and it produces these medicines. They've gotten all these like they're they're basically holding the medicines like, hey, recognize us as a nation. We'll give you this medicine for free. So some of the nations are like, no, screw you. We hate mutants. We're not recognizing you. And they're like, these are the ones trying to, you know, sabotage this whole like culture and, and like as well commit they genocide. As, 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 as Nino, <laughs> Nino has no love for the mutants. We know that. <laughs> Filthy flat scan and his anti mutant propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so we 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 know we know you know it's like yeah, Orcus, get him, get him. <laughs> He's rooting for Johnny. I'm, dig- I'm digging Cobra it. I'm Kai. digging it. No, like no, we we I definitely no, I'm digging this. I, I definitely wanted to get you two going back and forth about X Men. So I'm I'm you continue continue by well, all means. So there's four actual clones of Nathaniel Essex, which was Mister Sinister. There was a female clone, which was his wife, Mother Righteous. Mother Righteous. It, it, it was. It was. It was. It was his wife. It was. It was his wife, Rebecca. Yep. That was cl- a clone of Rebecca. Yeah. Then there's Stasis, right? Yeah, Doctor Stasis. Doctor Stasis, and then what was the? Don't ask me, man. <laughs> He's looking at me like Dr. I don't know, man. Doctor Satan. <laughs> no, there's so Sinister Stasis, Mother Righteous, and what, what was the other one? Because he, because he's got, he's got the, because the main guy, Sinister, has the diamond. They all yeah. have like a little thing. So the, Stasis the has the, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Stasis has the clubs. Um, Mother Righteous has the um, hearts, the hearts, and then you've got um, club. Uh, what's uh, the other one? Sinister's um, diamond. Uh, and then or or Orbis Stellaris. Stellaris. That's the one I was trying. Stellaris is the is the spades. And then there's the real Nathaniel Essex that's become the AI, which. Became Enigma. Yes. Yes. And his symbol is he. We haven't this seen him, but his symbol is the crown. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was really cool. That was that was a great reveal at the end of a Mortal Kombat sixteen a couple weeks ago. Is actually above the one above all, apparently. Yes. Which again, so I it's, it's going to be crazy. Which has nuts. nothing to do with He Who Remains, right? He no no. All right, no. I'll, I'll shut up now. that's that's a fair question. That's so a fair there's, question. There's but, one but, below but, yeah. all, and there's one above all, huh. and that used to be Marvel's version of God and Satan. Okay, <clears throat> I thought that was then, Mephisto, though. No, Mephisto. No, Mephisto's a, not not he, Satan. He's not Satan. He's just a he's a, like he's a like demon a, of his own. What that guy you call Faust? He's like Faust, right? Faust was yeah. actually a real, real, real person. Well, I mean, come on, with, dude. With, with, Santa who, Claus was a mutant. Who had, so who had, who had, the, deal, who had the deal with Mephistopheles? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now it's getting. Sorry, I don't mean. A, I don't. I don't mean to digress. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, they. Um, 
the the one below all has been a big part of the uh, whole Hulk, Hulk lore. Yeah, it's, green, it's been a really big door. part of that. With yeah, the green I don't know door, how I feel that, about like, that. Like Death and Resurrection, it's it basically well, just it's that revolving door like that. The Hulk can't die. Not only can he die, the, the gamma radiation the, itself has immortal. this like sort he's of power. Immortal. But that's the uh, that's like the body horror stuff you talked about a few episodes ago. Yeah, that yeah. that's that was Al Ewing. Which and they, now, they only it, allude to in the movies. They don't really get into it. That's his yeah, they really. Al, Al Ewing for 50 issues really, really got into it. And then it got and got away with it for 12 issues with good. Donnie Cates. Sounds and deep. then the new run, the new run by Johnson is just absolutely banger. Every issue is just absolutely insane. The, the new run of Hulk. And um, it's really keeping up with that body horror and the whole that's, like that's you know, idea. That's uh, Spaceship Hulk, right? Uh, yeah, this is Daniel yeah. Warren Johnson, the guy. Yeah, this is his his, his work, and he he's absolutely crushing was, this 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 uh this run of the Hulk. I was, was going to ask Charles here if he if he knew about comic books explained uh, the YouTube channel, but he gets the source all the time, well, so he, he probably from the books. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need need that. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I, you, you, I the one above all. You, yeah, the you, one above all. I remember the, there was a big deal back in the you, day you where they up, revealed that there was a one above all. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you said before, uh, before was, you're the one above all? There, yeah, there, there was a big deal in the comics back when, um, I know Nino has this, uh, Warlock and the Infinity Watch, number one. I do. And Five. that was when... That was right after Infinity Gauntlet number six, and that's when Warlock that. decides that he's that they all of the all the elders and the Celestials they hold Warlock on trial, and they're like, "You have the you have the gauntlet, you have the stones." When you say Warlock, cool are you that. referring to Adam Warlock? Adam Warlock, yeah. oh, okay. Adam, Wall they, Adam Warlock, they told yeah. Him he was unfit to be the god because he. <clears throat> but the whole he, time he told everybody, he's like, "I can I can deal with this. You can't." Well, I mean, he did it better than yeah. the majority did, but they were like, "Oh, you're unfit because you know." Most of them were jealous of the power. Yeah, because he had more power than they did. I have absolute and power, he, yes. <laughs> and, 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 and Eternity, who's the, the embodiment of the universe, was the one that brought the case forward to the Living Tribunal, who was like considered the most powerful thing. But isn't and Eternity like an actual dude it's like a it's like a place and like he's he's he's, well, and, and he's a being they, they did they did a little something with that in thor um, yeah love, love and thunder, thunder right they, where they mentioned that where he gives you like the wish right but like he kind of yeah, is, like, is the cosmos but Eternity he is he came out the entire he, universe he's the universe exemplified as a being and i'm 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 the i'm the layman here like reading um you know infinity gauntlet and uh you know infinity war and stuff <laughs> Eternity came out to help solve yeah. the Thanos problem as well. well he yeah, he, and, and 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 Infinity is the backside of they Eternity. Yeah, they'll they just launch of like, celestials just launch of planets at Thanos. Yeah, it was crazy. Great. Just like all right, your, your turn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm launching them. They I will, all took turns. I will like, say, yeah. visually, uh, Infinity that was kind of cool because I watched it again with my sister and uh, over the holidays. Uh, they got his his shape is correct, obviously from the comics, but like. It's such a weird the go the goddess. You mean Adam Warlock's female version? No, no, the Infinity. Like, or not Infinity, but uh, oh, yeah, no, you're sure Infinity. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's pretty wild. It's the chick, and then in Eternity is the dude. Eternity is the dude. Okay. They're, the, they're, they're like the Alpha and Omega. They're like the they're one, but they're not. They, they, and they, they come up so big deep. like an Infinity War and Infinity Crusade, where we get both sides of it because because in because in one of them, uh, Eternity is in a coma. And like when he gets, you know, figured when they figure out how to rescue him, like, you know, we see infinity on the other side 
But um, so, they, the the living tribunal was like, you know, he's like, look, I have to answer to somebody else. Everyone was like, wait a second. We thought you were the one that was calling all the shots. You were the grand arbitrator of the entire like galaxy. So that's when we found out that there was something higher than the one, the one um, than him. The, yeah, that, that that's when we first get the real. And now, it was and a that, big deal at the time. You and know, when, it's I, like, when, when I was a child growing up in Norway, I thought Thor was the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so well, the one of all was on the top tier, but now with Marvel's new gods, basically is basically what they're doing. They're, 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 have you read that new series? Yeah, by Hick, that's Hickman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're like recasting all the cosmic gods, like they're like revamping them. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 usually Marvel doesn't usually lean into the outside of like the Norse stuff as much as um, DC does. DC has always done a lot more with like the concept of angels and mm. and devils and stuff like that because they had like Lucifer. Underworld Unleashed. Yeah. yeah, they had Lucifer. They had Underworld Unleashed. They had they 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 played a lot more with like pagan and Christian and like you know the all of the uh, the Abrahamic religions and all of their oh. different but, but Marvel's mythologies. doing their own thing now. Oh, Marvel's yeah, Mar- yeah, Marvel's doing something different. They're just making up their own gods. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Mm. Hickman is one of those writers that, if you allow him to just cook, just do his thing, he'll give you a good story. If you let him finish, and you know, because like he did, he did a great revamp of Shield. Uh, his East of West, which was uh, like a, a Western slash post-apocalyptic sci-fi whatever for Image Comics, mm. that was just a baller series. You know, that was like there were things that he dropped in the first three issues that came up in the last three issues. And you're just like, Oh, that's how it all fits together. I remember this conversation. He requires you to actually read some writers. They write for the trade. Some writers, some writers, they're just like, I'm just going to throw some stuff. It's, it's, it's my toys smashing together. Like with, with you no know, live action. But pictures his stuff now. All, co- all comes together in the end. That's, yeah, and that's, H- and that's H- what a good H- writer H- does. It, and that's what, why it was so disappointing that he couldn't stay on X-Men, that, yeah, that, that Jordan White, who's like the worst – yeah, Jordan White is like the worst editor in, in comics right now. He, he's the uh, X-Men editor. And There's he's so many just like, editors. So many. He just kept mm. giving jobs to like writers who were just running – their sales weren't there. They were tanking every book. And he's like, oh, you, you tanked this book? We'll relaunch it as another series and it'll get tanked again. It's like no one's buying Teeny Howard's stuff. Right now, the only thing she's writing is uh, Catwoman, which has been uneven. Um, well, that's not even it's, the same it's been universe. weird. Yeah, I know, but the, but like she was writing Catwoman for, you know, and she was writing a couple of like you know things for like Marvel, and every Marvel series she did just just kept like tanking. It was just like her and Vita Ayala were like the two ones that just kept tanking like series over and over did again. You, did you see and that? Uh, now they've got it. Jason Aaron jumped over to DC. But yeah, Jason Aaron has just did a really good issue. I was going to talk about that too because I, I had the flu last week. I was recovering from it, so I didn't come on. But um, Jason Aaron released the first of his Superman three issue run on Action Comics. Yeah, yeah, Superman. Bizarro, and it's a Bizarro story. It's crazy because it's like Superman's weak to magic, mm-hmm. so Bizarro's not. So now mm. we have huh. Wizard Bizarro. We have Bizarro <laughs> as this badass spell casting Gandalf, you know, mother what? just like, like wrecking what things. If Superman? 
Yeah, it's 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 crazy because Bizarro is everything that's opposite. opposite of Superman. So he has so ice he shoots. Vision. No, I remember. Yeah, he has, I he has ice eyes, guys, and fire I, breath, and all that stuff. Clearly, I, I remember the uh, Seinfeld episode about Bizarro World. So yeah. Oh exactly. yeah, Bizarro. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like you know, he he lives in a big square. You know, like instead of a globe. You know, it's yeah. it's it's oh. like everything is like crazy in Bizarro. But like this Bizarro is like not only is he immune to magic, but like he can wield it. So just like imagine if Doctor Strange and Thor had a baby and you've got Bizarro right now and it's just absolutely That's a killer. Great idea. I mean, you know. Yeah. Genetics like, aside, that, that yeah. Well, like J- Jason Aaron's they're doing a the entire year is something called like Superstars on Superman. So they're doing four writers are doing th- three issue arcs for the entire month the entire year of 2024 okay so jason aaron is taking over three uh josh williamson who's on the main superman book he's going to be coming on to action nice. comics because he's going to be doing a uh, a back and forth crossover for a brainiac returning and then i don't know who follows josh williamson they haven't said that yet but that's what's going to be going on so like you've got I hung out them doing jason that which is cool for like a he's a cool dude he's awesome really yeah so aaron my my buddy that owns a comic store in orlando <clears throat> became really good friends with jason oh so that invited, aaron okay yeah. so that invite, makes your comment so, earlier so make more sense now he, yeah. he, he paid for him to fly down to do like a signing at the store oh, and then we so all cool. hung out for like a week went to disney world and all i was like dude you gotta that's write awesome. some. You gotta write some Adam Warlock shit, because you know. Hey, you, you're you're an Adam Warlock guy. We know. I know. Yeah. yeah, you've always been an Adam Warlock guy. <laughs> Nina's the Adam Warlock. Guy. He's also the Thor guy, though. He's he's into both. Yeah. Hey, can can uh, I? Are we are we pressed for time? No, man. I've got I got the age old question that I got. Uh, bring, it. bring a colorful language in here. I got I got BF'd. Use your imagination <laughs> on this when I asked it. I said, "Who's the strongest?" Uh, in a comic book store, and our friend Jason was like, "What are you, effing twelve? Like, you own like, a comic book store, <laughs> motherfucker! I was like, this should be your favorite conversation, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and we've had it, we've had this conversation, but uh, and and it, it dove quickly into who's the physically strongest, but uh, which I, I guess it's more of a who's your favorite and why uh, question to the to the both of you, it, and I'd like to hear this this debate. It really boils down well, to I, I, any writer can do what they want if yeah, they play it, by the right rules. There. Right, right, right. <laughs> Whoever like, the writer wants to win is going to win. Yeah, because I mean, like, obviously, if 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 uh, Keith wrote it, I would just write Morph stole all your powers and he does everything right. But or you know, he's like Ultimate Taskmaster. Is basically. Morph still around? No, he died in like the first episode of X Men '97. So no, he's not around. No, but I mean, they made him. Well, they made him a character in, in Age of Apocalypse. He was a character in Exile. Oh my gosh! And then he was, and then he was yeah. in Exiles, and but, then he got killed in Exiles because he was taken <laughs> over by Proteus. Right. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, it's like a bad virus. Um, but the uh, I, I'm kidding here. But who's your favorite, and why? I guess is really the the argument. I mean, Marvel, DC, Marvel. We'll stay Marvel here. We talking strength? Are we talking like 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 what kind of fight? I think it's just personal. I think it's just personal favorite, minor than your superhero. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be strength wise. Just like it, this character is better because dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. And Doolin, you got to get in yeah, on this, too. Know. What do you got? Well, of course. <clears throat> Adam Warlock? I'm going to say Adam Warlock. Oh, of course you go. Yeah. yeah. When I was younger, okay, I read the whole Starlin series, like, when I was, like, 14. And, I don't know, for some reason, him being in space, all the wacky, like, 
I don't know, like had some dude had done a bunch of mushrooms and decided to write a story. Those stories just kind of like they were far out there, like they were deep. And that and that's what drew me to aesthetic the character too. Yeah, he's got, he's got a really cool aesthetic. He's he's got a cool power set. He's like got that like mystery going yeah. on for him. Yeah. Like he's 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 a cool. No, I, I definitely have love for, I mean, for Adam. It's and you know and it, you know like it, from where he started to where he be like where he ended up. He started from the bottom. <clears throat> well, and now that he's here. Now he's here. Well, he's, <laughs> he started as a, a a being created by like to be the perfect human being, and then he's like, oh, this place sucks. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he flew off into space. And I was like, oh, that, that's relatable. Like, I understand why he'd be like, oh, I just, I was just born. I realized this is all shit. I'm going to leave. And, you know. Like, like a lot of kids in the 80s. Like a lot of kids thought. in the 80s. Yeah. I'm going to have my own adventures. Yeah, I'm going to have my own adventures. <laughs> with with be, blackjack and hookers. They're going to be sometimes. <laughs> I mean, there exactly. was some gambling going on in some places that he went to. But he had some very far out there stories. Jim Starlin, I'll give him credit for, for those years. He, he wrote some really deep, far out shit. And wicked, and it just it, it. I don't know. That's what that's what drew me towards him. You know. Um, Sorry, I'm pushing mics. I mean, people. his power set's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's those dudes that are stronger than Adam Warlock, <clears throat> but like, you know, he he had a pretty cool power set. Like, that's, that's energy your... manipulation. He can manipulate matter, um, fly, sub super subsonic speeds, create wormholes, shoot cosmic energy. Increases strength by no big deal, 10. you know, no big deal. But and he hangs out. I mean, he hangs out with awesome guys. He's got a great support around him. Was too. drunk all the time, hanging out. I feel like, like Adam Warlock, Gamora, Gamora was but so Gamora hot. Drax. But but uh, Adam Warlock kind of gets whatever supporting cast he wants whenever he wants it or needs it. I should that's, say. I mean, he doesn't really see. That's the thing when you have characters like just like Superman. When you have characters that don't need a supporting. Like you don't Cast. need anybody to like help you fight something. These people are there to ground you. They're not there to like. So you're saying superheroes have a little bit of humanity built into them. Well, yeah, the best they're, ones they're do. social creatures because that's the ones that relate to you. Well, yeah, it's, and, and it, it's all it's also good for like you know deep. for someone to play like he he gets to play the straight man yeah. you know Adam Warlock where you where Drax was like like just stupid like he was he was like Green Hulk stupid like you know he was just it, like it, barely it intelligible. It depends on what yeah what, what Drax like the, the original Drax was like Arthur Douglas the smart one. You okay. know, yeah, playing the saxophone. He was created to like kill Thanos. <laughs> And that was his only like that was his only goal, and which is weird when you look at his costume. It was exactly Adam Warlock's costume. Like the, you look at the pictures, I'm like, oh my god, a they lot just of, made a lot it of purple. The old school comics had very similar costumes, though. Like they really did, you know. But yeah, uh, his, his costume was was is really even more jarring than Warlock's because it was like the same size that Warlock was wearing, but he was like double the size. Yep. So this big jack dude, like tight. a thong, felt like it was like really weird. It's like me it when I buy putting. when I buy a bad cosplay, it just fits a little. T- it's like me putting on a uh, uh, black suit Superman of Doolin's. It looks but, it, like everybody everybody asked me if my suit was padded. I said nope. That's all me. This yeah. is a, this is a weird thing to say, but one of my favorite characters is actually. Thanos, because well, so you've always you liked Thanos too. The yeah. nihilism behind him. I, I, I do like the nihilism my, because I'm part nihilist. But my my he, buddy Sean's favorite guy he, ever is Thanos. He has yeah. so much depth. Like it's not just like oh, I'm a run of the mill. You know, I want to kill for no reason. Like the things he does or did were for calculated like reasons, and most of them based on emotion. Like 
with love like he did a lot of things out of love which is fucked up to even say but his own his own twisted interpretation interpretation of love yeah but I thought, he, I thought they did a good job with that in Infinity War they too, did. with I showing his struggle with killing Gamora. Like he didn't like he didn't want he didn't it. Kill he didn't Gamora want to do it. It, it he killed was, him he, to do it. He he genuinely felt remorse, yeah. but he was like, "I have to do this." What does it cost? This is bigger everything. than my. This is bigger than my love for my daughter. Like he, he it, believed yes. in his mission, and that's the like. Thing, and like, he would. And honestly, if it were him, he would gladly throw himself off of that cliff if it could have been yes. him. But he thought he was chosen. And, yeah. Yeah, he 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 was definitely like if I, if I'm one of the ones who dies in the snap, oh well, I got the balance. Like he, oh, he, was, he was know, willing to go down with the ship. I've, I've never thought about that. If he snapped himself out, wow. He and, and he he was he and they've even asked him like you know what if your scene is not fit? Then I'm not fit. It's the same yeah. thing with Apocalypse. He you know was what like, he's not he was fit like, for like, if I get killed. He's not fit for Lady Death, apparently. And that's what a lot of people oh, no. a lot of people don't see Sick that these bird. characters have so much like these bad guys. Some of these bad guys have so much depth. <clears throat> well, that makes a good villain, though. That's what that's what makes. Well, him that's good. why I like Magneto. That's why Magneto oh, has always been. Magneto is like one of the, He's one of the best. I, I mean, we've gone off on two two guys here. Charles, what's who's your favorite and why? Favorite Overall, villain? No, not villain. We're we're still on your favorite. Oh, just, just favorite character. character favorite yeah. character. You know what? It's it's going to be someone who's definitely not going to win a lot. Oh, you're breaking up. A, you're breaking up. Scott Summers. Scott Summers. Okay, we got to the punchline. Really, Scott Summers. Well, he's kind of like the Captain America like, of me. I like Scott. I like he Scott is. Summers, he's man. And you so. know, and, and when I was a kid, I used to be. I used to be in the like. Dylan's got the feels for Scott no, I'm Summers. Just, no, I used, no, I seriously like when he's I was younger. High. I used to be like the Not fuck like Scott that. Summers. He's like he's a he's a little prick camp. But here's the thing, like, but he was he was he was position he was positioned in that place to be in opposition. To Wolverine. Now, Wolverine, of course, was okay. the bad. He was the anti-hero of the nineties. He was, the and then Scott era. Summers was only yeah. there yeah. to like to right. build up Logan, obviously, <laughs> Sorry. And, and stuff. But like with years, like look back on it, and, like and I'm I'm an older man now. I'm not as like young and rebellious as I was. Well, we know and I look back on it, and, uh, no, no, but I look back on it. I'm like I was like he he was honestly just playing to his love and loyalty, and he wasn't the big dick that. I thought he was when I was a kid. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, no, no. Well, I, 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 I like that. He so, was, yeah, this I like is Charles. It's, it's your turn to go off. I like that he. I, I like that he had. I, it was it was the glasses. Honestly, that's, that's one of the big things. You know, because for me growing up, I had glasses from when I was in fifth grade. Okay. And my my vision was terrible. Like you no, know, like I, I like the, I might as well have had like those red visors because my vision was so bad. Yeah, then you were like um, Brett the Hitman Hart. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, my glasses, my, my, my prescription was like if I like turned my head the wrong way, the sun would burn out my eyes. It was like instant death. <laughs> we call those Coke bottles so back in the like, day. Yeah, they, they, these these were more. These were these were bad. <laughs> they were like Hubble telescopes that were attached to my face. <laughs> so you're wearing but like, like uh, you're wearing like um, oh I can't remember the movie. Like you have like an extra set of goggles with like protracted lenses. I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, on, on, on a clear night, I could see like you know all the planets. It was great. <laughs> so it was like, you know, it, but like Cyclops was like he was like me. He was he was reserved. He was a little more quiet. He had the glasses, and yes. like you know, the girls weren't super into him except Jean Grey. But like he had that like he was smarter. Except the hottest he wasn't going to beat you and everything. That he, no big deal. Yeah, he, he was he wasn't like pound for pound for pound. He wasn't going to like you know he wasn't going to be as strong as brawling at, at Wolverine. He was yoked. He wasn't going to be as. 
He, yeah, he he was, and he but he was he was smart. He was always strat. It was always a strategy to it. And I think when Marvel tried to make him, <sighs> yeah, and Marvel tried to make him into like mutant Hitler because he dared to like stand up to like all these things. It's like when you look at what he's been going through. Everything has been done with like 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 with Thanos like for a calculated reason for you know for and he had a lot more in common with Magneto even that's why kind of like why Magneto came onto the side of the X Men was because he realized that his approach wasn't right and Cyclops realized the approach that Xavier had wasn't right so it was kind of somewhere in the middle that kind of like you need to be aggressive sometimes you need to defend the homeland one you need to go soft. out there the and sometimes hard. lay some people down. Yeah. And and I, I I liked that that aspect of like him and him and Magneto are probably my two favorites okay. in, in the Marvel universe for, for those complexities because there's that like sort of like tortured like humanity to it. Like like Magneto wasn't written as a Holocaust survivor. That wasn't didn't come until they came much later, later on. Yeah, yeah. But still it, that it, it was works like, really that was, well for the story. Absolutely. It, it does. Yeah. And that that was that was a Chris Claremont edition. That that was much later yeah. on in, in his like history. And it added a lot more depth to his character because he, he does. before that sense. he's yeah. and yeah, before that he's just a villain with who just hates humans. And then we get sort of an idea of what's behind it. And that well, became such a, and we of. and we learned Exactly. He he he's experienced it firsthand, and like we get like the whole we we did get a really good miniseries a few years ago called uh, Magneto Testament that gives his full his real name as Max Eisenberg. It's not Eric. That was a name that he had taken on. That was oh, like that was an alias yeah. he was using. And um, Max Eisenberg is still his his name in 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 the in canon. That's his still still his name. But like he had that like him and Cyclops had those like that dark and light side to them that you can understand okay. what they were going through. And I liked seeing that. I liked seeing that complexity. So, so you're a big fan you know, having of been, Well, you know, having been bullied to the point of suicide as a teen, you know, you, you see like, you know, these people that are just taking this shit over and over again and like, you know, and, but they're still keeping, instead of like lashing out at people, like, you know, like Cyclops kept it internalized and was like, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do for the greater good. It's bigger than me and like start helping out. And that's why I started doing I things think that's, like that's relatable when, to probably at least the people in the room, if not most people in the, in the world. Right. That's, that's a, well, that's a heavy, became, heavy tale. Yeah. It, you know, this week, like on on Monday night, like my hill becomes a flash freeze every 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 time it snows. Mm -hmm. And the county, we complain; they do nothing. I was out there for three and a half hours on Monday night, shoveling fifty plus cars to get up and up the hill, pushing cars up the hill by myself, Melanie directing traffic, and I'm shoveling the street, literally the street, by myself. You're like the a coming through. little bit of Unbreakable going on here, right, Charles? But, well, you know, it's, but, the, the shoveler. Well, this 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 this, this neighbor, a couple <laughs> of houses <laughs> down, like. Yeah, there's a neighbor I've never even seen before. A couple of houses down, he comes by. He he comes by and he gives me money. I'm like, what are you doing? He's he's I can't take this. He's, he's like, no. He goes. He's like, you're out here doing God's work, man. He's like, this street would be closed. I, every, honestly, every time. I think that might be a Maryland thing because anytime I've ever been like shoveling some people out of some situation, somebody tries to give you twenty bucks, which well, is the my, weirdest my, thing. You know, my daughter was like, you know, I, think, I took I think a break it, for a little bit. I, I think it's 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 a trying to make a human connection for people who are doing. What, what, somebody just said that in like one of our text chats. That's what heroes do, right? Like, 
And I'm not, I'm not that saying, was Charles. You're not a hero, that was a me. superhero for shoveling cars. You might be a superhero for pushing them up. Maybe you got some strength we don't know about, Unbreakable style. But uh, no, I, I, this is this is a great story. I love this. Yeah. My, da- my daughter has a great video from the window, like from her window, watching me push a car up the hill with to one arm wall. because I've got the shoulder in one thing. I've got my, I'm pushing the car up the hill because I only have one arm that I can, that I can use because my shoulder's messed up. Mm-hmm. So, like, but, but she's, still she's out like, there. You know, and you're still pushing. She well, she's like, you don't have to go back out there. And I was, I was like, I kind of do though, because it's right like a at freaking my window. Like, like, yeah. You know, this sounds like uh, well, the scene. You from don't Black have Hawk. to do no, this. Yeah, it sounds like you Black don't Hawk have Down. to do this yeah, in Black Hawk Down. Well, like, well, you know what it's, he's it's, like, it's, you don't have to go back out there. Yeah, but yeah, you do. Well, it's like, yeah. it's two two lanes come up the hill and then they merge to one lane, and that's right in front of my house. So that's where the traffic starts up and then they start sliding. And then, so I hear it and I can see it out my window. So like, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I kind of have, I was like, I can't see it and not do something about it. I was, I was like, this is Spider-Man. This is great power, great responsibility. You got to go out there, you do your thing. <laughs> I think it's called the, that's what it's I think about. it's just, it's called the incline plane. Ooh. It's a snow shovel, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but, no, I, like I, characters. I, I, I'm not trying to demean what you're doing here. I think that's super important because people helping people is amazing. And that's why superheroes are amazing in the first place. I'm, I'm actually, well, that, and uh, that's what these are. The, these are the yeah. things I learned from superheroes. These, these are, this is part of why like comic books are such a big part of like me becoming, go and and go, going in, me, <laughs> you know, me, me going into the secret service instead of like I had a teaching job lined up. I had a, I had an easy yeah. teaching job that was given to me. I had I a was great like, career no, in the adult industry potentially do. lined up, but no, I joined, you did. I joined <laughs> the military instead. You know, like yeah. lion bastard. I'm, I'm, I can't. <laughs> Hey, they were they're like, they're like, why do you do it? I'm like, you know what? For, for, the, for the hookers and blow, man. That's why I do it. <laughs> since, since you, since you mentioned Spider-Man, what do you, what do you think about the, what do you think about the uh, new Ultimate Spider-Man? Have you, have it was you, interesting. It is. I've read it. It's, it's, and that's Jonathan Hickman again. Hickman letting him do his thing. I, and I, like uh, it. I talked about it on the show. Yeah, I talked about it a, sh- a couple of months ago when they decided to reboot the Ultimate Universe. But it's not the. It's not really a reboot. It's a new Ultimate Universe. Yeah. It's completely and different. It's interesting because this this Spider Man gets his powers much later in life, yeah, and in like Uncle Ben is still alive. But Aunt May is dead. You know, it's it's really yeah. He's 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 married with kids well, when he gets I feel his like powers. They went in the reverse of what they did for the first Ultimate Universe. Like, oh, let's make Peter yes. fifteen, and we'll tell the story yep. as as he is a kid. Now we're like, oh, the new Ultimate Universe, let's make him, you know, in his early or late 30s with kids and a wife. And we'll we'll see how it goes from there. I mean, I, I like that. I like how they like they switched it up, how they they gave it a, a like a, a new life. Like, it's not like, oh, we're just not just rebooting the same Uh-oh. shit that we had before. Oh, we lost connection. Oh, I think we got it. Back. I got you. We oh. got it back. Oh, we're right. back. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean, even the Iron Man part of that too, I like is like he's Iron Lad, you know, which is kind of like a little spinoff from when Kang was Iron Young Lad. Avengers. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, you know, I mean, it's all it's all different. It's new. It's just like how the Ultimates was. I lo- I loved the Ultimates when it came out because it was no, I did too. I, I read it as well. It was, like it was great. It was different. It was a new, fresh take on like like hey. This is what the Marvel Universe would be like if it started today, like in our time 20 years ago when that shot out. But now here we go. Let's do this again. But instead of just rehashing the same old shit, let's make it. Oh, it's 2024. This is what. Yeah, let's 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 put today's. That's what's happening. Today's been doing you taxes. I thought it was cool. It is taxis. Your tax. 
<laughs> I, I have a tax on your life. I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, we got off on a side tangent. Oh, yeah. Charles, you there, man? Oh, it's all got this. It was. It, it just kept blowing through all the stories. Like you know, it's it's like just. Oh, he's breaking up. Oh no, we're breaking up. We're losing you, Charles. We're losing you, man. No, I don't want to lose you. We don't want to lose you, brother. Charls? Char- oh, oh, we lost him again. Beep. We're losing right. him. He, he's going. Beep boop bop. Beep boop boop bopping. No, this he's, is great. He's R two D two in over there on that end. Y- y- you know, not to change the subject, but no, as, we're we'll, back, um, yeah, as we're I getting back, yeah, I think it's crazy ahead. how relatable the superheroes are to the real world. Like, well, you, I mean, like, I think that's kind of the, and, that's kind of the honest, whole thing. It, it, it's like they're it, it keeps your humanity like a little bit sane. Like right now, like hey man, car flips over in the ditch. What do we do? We all go pick it up, put it back, like okay. Hulk Hogan, brother. Yeah, brother. Uh, I mean, I just go flip it over. I watch. I'm sorry. I did some heavy squats yesterday by heavy. I mean light, but you know, uh, yeah, I'll help. I'll help. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's super cool, man. Like, uh, I can't wait to hear what Dylan's favorite is. My, my favorite, like Marvel well, character. It's, you can't I don't, say I don't it without Charles wanna, on the line. You can't say it. Without I don't. Want, I don't even want to say it because it, it's just because it's just it's so cliche. Mine, my favorite might be the most punk cliche. What, 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 bitch superhero so, ever. So you never know. Cliche. What? What does that mean? Why? Well, cliche. It, it's just like basically like it, it comes I know how I as, view you as a person and what I think your favorite character would be right in, in both DC and Marvel. Right. I, I have, I have a mind's eye of what I would think Doolin's favorite character is. Sorry. I mean, we, we covered a little dead space there, Charles. So it's good to back. I talked about the human quick about like how the humanity of superheroes actually makes you a better person. If you think of it like this, let me go ahead and go off on this and, and I'll say this like, yeah. so in my upbringing and stuff, and, you know, and I had kind of a strong upbringing and things, a little bit of religious background and stuff coming in there was that it, kind of taught was me. Was it Aquarius? What's the age of Aquarius? Aquarius? No, 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 no. Actually, no, that's, <laughs> Charles, that's a whole different story for a Charles, different day. Do you remember who Aquarius is? Oh my God. Who's this? Aquarius. Here, can we not sidetrack? I want to, I want to hear what, Dylan's gonna say something. No, no, I just, I just wanted to say, like, so in, in some of my my earliest memories and stuff, and, and just like in reading the pages of comic books, and it was uh, it, some of the, the tales of heroism. And th- it's just like how I learned how to be a basic good person. You know, like you know, and you see somebody on the side of the road needs your help, stop and help them. Yeah, don't be like a dick, that kind be of thing. Dude. Like obviously, like I can't, I can't fly up thirty feet in the air and fight Brainiac downtown Metropolis. I can't do that. But you know, cooler. but if somebody, oh, see, I can. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know you can. I can jump like, thirty I, feet. Yeah. Like you, you know what I mean. But it, it's just one of those basic things. So it, it was just Throw reading, reading tales of heroism is, is just basically like how I learned reading these things. Like, all right, this is something a hero does, and while I can't. Rep- Replicate that. I can do that on a smaller level. Absolutely. So, that so, makes sense. so, who is your favorite? My, my favorite. My favorite Marvel guy. Uh, when I was younger, it would probably be Wolverine, just because I was younger and okay. I was I was younger and I I, I, I like that edginess. Wolverine. You know what I mean? Wolverine. But sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that's yeah. right. Let me, but as I get older. And I kind of appreciate some of those old classic traditional values and things like that. 
And and like I said earlier, like I feel like you guys are gonna be like, oh, that's so cliche. But I just I just got to go with Cap, man. It's Captain America for me, Steve Rogers. Nothing wrong all with the that. Way. All right. Good old fashioned red, white, and blue patriotism. The, the, the you way, know the way I think about you as a person, and yeah. I, I love you to death. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> oh, uh, stop. <laughs> is uh, I I view Doolin as like the epitome of of Superman, Captain America, and 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 Scott. Honestly, like that's just kind of his I personality. Wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No homo. Uh, not that there's, any, not there's anything that. wrong with that. Um, but uh, no, like I, I mean, that's 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 such a powerful arc that I mean, I, I kind of view you. As I didn't know I had an arc. That's that guy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's great, man. I love that. Thanks, man. Appreciate so, it. Aquarius was. <laughs> Hey, it's funny though that you could because you talk about like just you know people on the side of the road and stuff like that i i had my uh i almost i almost told this old lady like like i want had i was tempted i decided not to when i was shoveling her out the other night he picked her up and she's like shoveling an old lady out the other night he picked her up i'm like he picked her up and he said i'm bad Jesus. Well, I was, I was, I was, that's what I was going to do because because I, I still I'm, I'm like look I'm, I'm like here's here's what's going to happen I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to shovel a little path for you like on your tires when I tell you to go you're going to turn around <laughs> so she's 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 like she's about maybe I don't know 150 and she looks at me she she she's she's like thank you who. Who are you? And I wanted to be like, yeah. I'm Batman. I wanted it. That's funny. But like, but like just, but like just tonight, where I was at the grocery store with the kids, we're getting our stuff into and the. You told them you're Batman. Well, well, no, we're 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 putting our groceries in the car, and there's this like older lady, like she's putting her stuff away. So it's it's like 15 degrees out. So I'm, I'm like, man, you need some help with that? She's like, oh, thank you. So I help her get her it's stuff into the thing, truck right? and. And, and my, my daughter instantly, without even being asked, my daughter takes the cart and she brings it back up to the cart corral. You got you to do that. That's, and, the, that's and the, the initial and, breakdown and, of society and the is not bringing your cart back. And, and, yeah. I, and like I'm closing her trunk for her because she's got like an SUV and they saw, you know, she's like shorter than I am. So I'm, I'm closing it. I'm, I'm like, you have your keys before I close this? She's like, wait, let me check. She's like, yes, I do. She's like, that's the right. Good question. She's like, thank you guys so much. I'm, I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's like, go home, get safe, get warm, and, stuff like that. But, like, any, but if, the kids pick up on that because that's what you got to do. It's if, not about being a hero. It's about not being a dick. Just be a good person. Yeah. And, and if anybody, yeah, just be nice. if I'm a little old lady in a parking lot being approached by Charles Basarab, Basarab who, who, who looks almost identical identical to John Petrucci at this point in his life. I'm going to think like, he's going to shred some guitar or rob me, you know, like, so yeah. uh, no, I, I, that's great. I've, I've, I've gotten rasp, I've gotten Rasputin a lot. Rasp- oh God. Yeah. The, the, the beard game is strong, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I shall seduce you with my magic. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think a, a good part of this conversation is, is uh, being a good person and being better to those around you, which is awesome. Which, which superheroes so just was, like regular humans so are social creatures, you know, I was, uh, this is a couple of years ago, maybe like two, three years ago, I'm driving home uh, I like from this. work. I got to get these guys drunk and get on the phone <laughs> more often. This is good. No, I'm, I'm driving home from work and there was, uh, I, I'm driving by and then this is on, on, on a residential street. I see a guy laying on the street. You're in like, uh, he's just, he's, he's laying there and I, I, I stop my car and I like call out, I roll down my window. I'm like, you Okay. And this guy is laying there in the street, doesn't move. And uh, <laughs> I get dead, out. No, I, no, no. I get out of the car, and he's he's laying in the street. He's got a big pool of blood on, like on, oh, like all around his head and stuff. Jeez. And like so, so like my immediate thing is like, oh my god, 
you know, check for responsiveness. The guy isn't responding. He's You're not first moving. Responder. But, I mean, in, in some response, yeah, shut up. Uh, that's, so. a, that's a life. Hey, no, you shout out to all those lifeguards out there. I, I don't mean to say you're not, but yeah. Like, he's not a paramedic. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways. So, anyways, I call 911, and I, and I stay with this guy, and, like, and it, it's obvious he's not dead. Like, he's got some kind of responsiveness or whatever. Uh, paramedics immediately, like, come pick him up, take him away, or anything. but I went the next day, and I went on to a, a local Facebook page, and I posted, like, hey, here's the thing. I saw this guy, dot, dot, dot. Does anybody know, like, what happened to him, or if anybody knows this guy? Okay. Anyways, and so his wife chimes in on the thread and was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're the person that called. Like, thank you so much for being a hero, dot, dot, dot. And my response was like, okay, that's that's not heroism. I, I literally just pulled over to see if the guy was okay and called 911. And that's just compassion. Yeah, yeah, that's what I – and that was my thing. That's just, that's just being a regular human. But to a lot of those people, they, they just said, like – you don't know like how many people would have just been like, I don't want to take five minutes to like call. Yeah, and that's an indictment on our society when like people don't like it's it's you shouldn't be videoing and and just passing by. It just just it, it costs you nothing. Yeah, it, co- just it costs be like, just just, hey. just call for help, right? Like that's 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 all it was. That reminds me of that song. Like two dollars means a lot. What what it means a big <laughs> deal to you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you just gotta. In fact, here's but the this, dollar, is, bro. this is but this is yeah. comic book. But this is this is how comic books like you know are just beyond you know like yeah, there's silly things in the comics. There's there's crazy little things that have like you know space adventures and whatever and escapism. But at the end of the day, like it really people don't realize how much of an impact it can have like in a positive way on especially on young kids. Because a lot of us, we just talked about how we read these things as kids, yeah, and how it started, like, and how it like helped shape us. It, you know, cre- like, it creates street level heroes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know that I'm the same person today without comic books. Absolutely. You know, it wasn't that I had a bad upbringing, but it's like I looked to those. That was my retreat when I was getting bullied, when I was getting picked on. That was my, that was my escape. I, I went to comic books. I, you know, this is before the internet existed. This is before a lot of so this that, stuff. You know, so a, it's it's no, that's I, a great. I, huge. I think this is a dip uh, into who's your favorite street level. Well, superhero. Well, this also um, no, oh, I, 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 just, um, I, I like Daredevil. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was. He's pretty say. good. Yeah, uh, he's pretty good. But no, I mean, I, there's a. I feel a lot of love in the room. Uh, and in you, the you, uh, you haven't even answered who yours is. You, you made me doing and. It's such a hard question, man. Uh, I can say in recent times who I've bonded with the most, uh, which was over the last year, I really got into Doctor Strange, man. Ooh. Okay. Oh, okay. No, I mean, Doctor Strange I really, cool. did, I really did, man. And, and, I mean, uh, he's, he's like on my, on my second tier favorite And it's list. not because he's super almighty and massively powerful, which he is, but he's just... Um, but he's a human that achieved that. He is I mean? a human that that he did. He 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 changed the stars the to thing, quote like, uh, uh, a anybody could become Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, I don't know yeah. about that. Like I don't think I could. But um, even know. even Cabbage Patch Bumper Crop, the guy who plays him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm a huge him. fan of Bumblebee Cabbage Patch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, I don't it's know. I can't, I can't tell you of a single person that uh, that doesn't like butterscotch crumble, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he um, does a great job. But he, he, that's that's a great no, character. There's, there's, there's definitely yeah. something about him that's very realistic. Like he has a high level job, right? Which he's very very good at. And then and then he is he's stricken from said job. And I think everybody's been in that. Maybe not to that degree, right? Like none of us are neuroscientists in the in the house tonight. Or they're saving Speak the for yourself. Yeah, it doesn't mean they haven't read enough to be one, right? You know, I'm a doctor in 56 countries, just not anyone that's recognized by any. Yes. Yeah, exactly, right? Not, they're all fictional countries. He's a very well respected proctologist, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that's a totally oh different God. comic book. That would the, be great. That would be great if Stephen Strange was a proctologist, <laughs> uh, like. It would, have, it would have changed the dynamic quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I do. I like Steven. And you know what? I'm a big fan uh, as far as character arcs and probably probably my favorite guy because he's still just a guy. I got to I got to I got to go with Tony Stark, man. OK, well, he's good, too. I got to you because futurist yeah. just like you. And and in and, and the uh, in the in the modern times, though, because, you know, Tony's a regular guy uh, who's super intelligent just like myself and uh he he um uh i'm getting a spam call right now that's great um the uh maybe maybe i'm not we're not going to call them in the show don't worry um but uh no I, totally should. I, I like that tony is uh is a flawed man uh right i'm not i'm not yeah, saying it's great no I'm that makes him a great character i i think rdj was the best person to represent him in the MCU, oh absolutely right? uh you know he's he's um you know, outside of uh, there's a million guys that 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 have have gone down the route, but like in my own personal, like you know, being in the military and stuff like that, like you know, he's kind of like you get those moments where like everybody thinks you're the man, and we talk about being a minor celebrity, right? Is is the best thing to do, and then and and at the same time, um, he's a regular guy. He's got he's got serious problems with alcohol and, and probably drugs and all kinds of other you know, stuff, and he's a womanizer. But at the end of the day, he finds a way to th- be a better person. This this makes me think about the worst thing that <clears throat> I like that I like that more than his than his suit that has ever happened to a character than his powers than Hank Pym. Hank Pym is very oh, similar yeah. too. Yeah, dude, Hank Pym. They, some writer he's still got, suffering from that. Got stuck it up his ass once that I was like, I'm gonna make Hank Pym a wife beater. For one issue, and then Hank Pym ruined and for, he fell a ter- off. for yeah. eternity. Like you can't, you can't fix that. Like Hank Pym, like was a great character. Like you know, as far as characters go, um, they've tried. They've tried to soften it a little they, bit with like saying it was like a manic, like it was a manic, like he was like he had like a manic yeah. depressive but episode. I know, but that's it was like, like an accidental like thing. Real, but yeah, it's just like thing, real like, life. It's like if somebody had said so, and so somebody said Keith likes to beat women, which I do not, but. Now for Yet. for forever afterwards, Keith is going to be a woman beater, no matter what. Yeah, like, and, and it, it comes. Well, it, for it was. The record, it was. There's no woman beating going on here. <laughs> <laughs> for the audience, I would just like just to record, submit this. Our podcast is getting bigger. They don't need to think these things about me. I'm, I was using Keith as an example. Keith is not an example, as he did those things. He did not. No. I would. <laughs> <laughs> for everybody out there, I'm just saying it's, it sucks for the character of Hank Pym that he got totally screwed. Like some writer had just was like, I'm gonna make Hank Pym a, a piece of shit, and then like wrote one story and forever and Hank ruined Pym him. Yeah, is, a, is a piece of shit. No, but uh, I I have to say like um, 
especially with the, uh, I think it's like a combination of comics and the MCU and stuff. Um, you know, uh, you know, Tony's got some PTSD, right. You know, and we all have our experiences in the military and, and, and civil service and stuff like that, which I think it's cool. Right. I think a lot of people can relate to him on a level that's, uh, it's pretty genuine, you know? And, uh, but at the same day or the same time, um, you know, he comes at it from a, from, this is going to sound so homoerotic. I can't quit you, but, uh, <laughs> hold on. Cue up the sound. Buddy. What are you talking I'm about? Sure. I don't know what you're talking I don't about. Know. I see, I see, I see lights flashing. <laughs> uh, but no, I think he comes at from a, from a, a genuine love of humanity that <laughs> we're just two guys working out. And, uh, that yep. he, that he he didn't even realize the pizza. <laughs> that I think he didn't even realize that he had um but I think we all know that we have uh deep down and there's people who get into dark places and that they can climb out from them and I think that that alone is a, an amazing story and, and uh, I, I know that's like it's almost comic adjacent but uh I think there's some real world um you know shit uh it, that that he can apply to almost everybody on the planet it is but you know the, the thing is Iron Man as a character in comics, like RDJ was what brought Iron Man into the forefront. Absolutely. Beforehand, he was, yeah. he was a, I would say what? He was B-list. B-list. Maybe, maybe C-plus. killed his fucking ass. Like, like nobody ever gave Iron Man like splat. any kind of do Love, whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember throughout so, the 90s. Iron he, Man is who he is because of the movie. Remember in 2008 oh, when they're like, they're making an Iron Man movie. We're like, what? What? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, I guess. But Sure, why not? Yeah. Go off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it gets on. But I think I think what uh, and I guess thank you to uh Robert and 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 everybody who is a part of that movie because yeah. you you brought somebody to life that I think a lot of people even if they don't do it to that none of us are billionaire playboys. I mean, except the two guys I'm sitting with. Uh and, and <laughs> definitely and, not a billionaire. Yeah, uh playboy, playboy. maybe. I think it's an interesting <laughs> character arc that's been um I guess more in the public eye um uh, looked at and analyzed. And I think that's very interesting. And I think everybody can have a, a, a bit, especially like, and, and yeah, a lot of that, you know, I don't really talk about this stuff too much, but a lot of it goes back to like the military thing. And I like, you know, Tony's got some PTSD. He's got, he probably has some brain damage after getting blown up so many times. But, uh, and, and I think that's a cool, um, a cool thing. He, he fought through it. Grin, his physical disability with his heart and everything is a little bit different than a lot of people's, but, uh, I know some of the reasons I defend Iron Man three so much was because I thought it, did such a good job of bringing that PTSD to light because he was like it did what it was functioning in a world where everyone's like superheroes now like he was the only (laughs) game in town you know as far as he knew and Mm -hmm. he had a suit that he created that no one else could then you've got gods and you've got aliens and you've got all these things he's faced with that reality it was a real real human story like that was a character story so as much as i love Doctor Strange and you know, like I, I even cosplay as Doctor Strange only because I like Doctor Strange. Like I freaking love that guy. But they both have similar attitudes that get checked and then they have to overcome that whole thing, right? And I think every well, it's also the big difference between I've I've overall DC and Marvel characters. DC's characters, like their Justice League, their big guns, tend to be, they have flaws in them. Batman's got flaws, Superman's got flaws, but at the same time, they're also so perfect versus the tragedy. Batman's obviously formed by tragedy, and Superman has his tragedy, but it's not the same. Everybody wants to be That's exactly it. They're like new gods. We all want to be bad. They're just just the new... Prometheus, you know, like they're they're on Olympus. That's their own. Yeah, and and, and then and you've DC got, and but like you can't sit down and have a beer with with Superman because he's going to drink you under the table. 
possibly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But what you can do, what you can do in our lifetime is is possibly people a little bit older than us, you could sit down with Andre the Giant and have a beer. And that makes him much more realistic, you know? And yeah, I, I like I like the flaws. <laughs> the, I do. The flaws do. in the characters like really the make them because they they become a lot more relatable. I, I can't like, like just, I like I related to Clark Kent more than Superman. Uh, yeah, Again, yeah. glasses, glasses, nerd, nerd. Uh, invisible to the I people around do. them and stuff like that. And, and, and that, it was that's that regard, what it was. I, in that regard, like I I <laughs> don't stop before you start going off. Like I, I relate a little bit to uh, Peter Parker, you know, like a dorky guy. Yeah. You know, like that's how sure. we were. And then, uh, you know. And then you start working out, and then all of a sudden you're jacked, and you're slinging your web all over the place. Then you really are Peter Parker. Yeah, and then <laughs> some of us get the and opportunity then, to be Peter Parker. Some of us don't. You know, like yeah. And then you, and then you just let a relative callously die just to really like yeah. really sell it. But <laughs> you know, I mean, you do what you're do. to wrap that all up, I, I think, uh, man, I freaking love these comics. And and don't get me wrong, I'm a huge fan of everybody you guys have talked about tonight, and that's a great thing. And and Charles, man, you know, thanks for calling in this evening. And this is, yeah, this is amazing. No, I love it. Like, uh, we gotta, we gotta, you know, maybe we'll stay on the line and talk for another couple hours. Cause this is, this is great. <laughs> I, I can, I can hang out with you guys all the time. No, uh, this is a good time as always, awesome. man. Yeah. Appreciate and that was no, I, you know, I, I like, I like talking comics and we just, you know, I, I want to just give a quick shout out to my, my, my friend Stuart. He just passed away last week, oh, 65 man. years old from stomach mm-hmm. cancer. He was Damn. one of the comic book regulars at the comic book store that I've been going to. Right and, um, he um his, his, we we get box numbers if like if you're a subscriber at the box I'm, I'm box yeah. one twenty six he's box number six so he's been there oh, from like shit. day wow. one you know he's he's one of the original Gangster. one of the OGs you know what and um Remember, we had just yeah. had lunch together over the over the summer like back at like for one of our one of the other guys like there's a, there's like six of us that meet on a regular basis for lunch once a month well, that's very and we range us. in ages. It's, we we arrange in ages from like the the early, late late thirties to like Joel is seventy four. He's right. thirty That's years awesome, older than me. Man. That is so you know awesome. so like and we and we get together Such and like Stuart community. was when when my friend John turned sixty over the summer like we had a big party at this little restaurant near the comic book store and Stuart and I were sitting next to each other and just talking comics the entire time. He was going through his chemo. He was going through all his stuff, but he still came to the party and just I got the one last hangout with him and then That's like awesome. you know we find out like you know just uh, last week like right after the new year that like he passed away and it's like you know comics brought this group together like when i go out with you know joel is 75 john just turned 60 uh you know scott's in his 50s i'm 44 and then you've got morgan and who's like in his like late 30s yeah you know we we, we all get together it, it, this is something that brought us all together it brings us all these calls together it's it's like you know it sounds cheesy but it's like it's something that brings people together that, to it's that. beyond and like you know my mom used to always make fun of the comic books oh they're so stupid they're so dumb and now every time like when, when agents of shield was on she loved <laughs> phil yep. colson she would call me after every episode like what does that mean i'm like oh suddenly my comic oh, books are good enough for you <laughs> well you know what you just have to keep guessing bitch <laughs> my, my, my dad was the same way same way um, <laughs> oh, I would, now I would, you care i would like to uh before we get off the phone with charles uh this is usually something we reserve for the beginning of the show um but i i want to go ahead and just it's bring it in here and uh, i'd like to propose a uh zumundo farewell to stewart who has recently passed yes away. thank you that's everybody yeah. raise your glasses and this one's for stewart Cheers. Yep. Stu, much love, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, we just had a little uh, send off uh, just yesterday for him. 
Awesome, wow. man. Well, that's no, that, that's amazing, man. Yeah, and um, the love of comic books, like, it, it brings people together, and that's why we have you back here every week for the people who who, who like comic books and want to just maybe know a little bit more about it, man. And, and that's and, why and, we appreciate it. I, I no, mean, it's fun. I enjoy it. To, to end it on a happier note, I've been trying to hang out with Charles for like almost like half a year now. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we keep yeah. uh, not getting it. Yeah. I mean, traffic. And we're, st- we're, 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 we're Shakespeare's far-crossed lovers like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> 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 it's, all, it's all good, bro. And uh, yeah, I, dude, I, you know, I haven't talked to you in a few weeks and it, it's really good to hear your voice. And I'm glad this was like a, this is like. For for episode thirty seven in a row in a row uh, this is uh, in a row yeah, yeah you know that clerk's joke I just shoot more episodes on the on, on the way to the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> hey you get back here uh, <laughs> uh, no man this is this is amazing time as always uh, and and it's great to have you and I can't wait to, to have you again that doesn't yeah. sound right <laughs> I, I wish I knew how to quit you oh man. <laughs> Charles, dude, we love you, bro. Thank you so much again. You're such a wealth of knowledge, and uh, we love it. And and you know what? Keep staying, being a superhero out there. And if it gets real bad, call us up. We got some snow shovels, or actually, we don't. We don't. We're in Florida. We got regular shovels, but we'll bring them up and help out. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll see if uh, the county. Every every time it snows, I I tell the county. I'm, I send them pictures and videos. I'm like, dudes, look at this. You know, you need to. And, and the thing is, I'm on a snow evacuation route. Just so people understand, like I'm not like on some cul-de-sac in the oh, middle the of nowhere. Is real, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on an evacuation route, and no one can evacuate because. I can tell you, I went to sleep at 4.15 on Monday, like like in the middle of the night Monday. There had not been a single plow to that point. Dude, you are the plow. You are the hammer. Yeah. The rock. I, 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 liter- I literally shoveled the street like an entire car length. <laughs> yes. So well, I was like, screw you guys. I'll do it myself. I, I was down. So I was like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, <laughs> Instead of doing a, it. You are a real American, sir. We appreciate you. <laughs> All good. We'll talk to you until next time, Charles. Comic Man, thanks for hanging out with us, brother. We appreciate you, man. All right, guys. Stay safe. Take take care, man. All right, peace, brother. That was our time with Comic Man today, man. That was was a good time. That was a good time. Well, I got deep, and and I I feel a lot of love. It's some love. It's some love. love. But, uh, you know, sometimes we we, we delve into the the world of the fantasy, but we got to come back to the real world. And uh, the real talk, world's pretty mysterious. It is sometimes a little bit mysterious, and we're gonna get into it a little bit. Let's oh, uh, Jesus, let's get into some mysterious world. Now, retired down in Florida is where he lives. He's a dear old man with some advice to give. If you don't like it, then I guess you're out of luck. It's time for advice from your dear old Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck gives a. F- why do we, why do I do this? Because you love your family. Ah, All right. Thank you, kiddo. Thank you. Thank you, sport. Keep keep him in line. Yes, you should love your family. We Daltons are known for our love and being loving and loving breasts. Uh, why? Why? Uh, I don't think I have to explain to you why we as Dalton men love breasts. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's get through this. Hi, Uncle Chuck. Hey, Uncle Chuck, I've got. I'm sure you remember my friend Nino from back in the day. We got hey, Nino joining. Chuck, we got Nino on the line. Uh, Nino was <laughs> no that that was Stephen who we caught going through your sister's panty drawer. Uh, so <laughs> D- different Nino. 
<laughs> different Nino. <laughs> Not even a Steven. Uh, uh, hey, Nino, 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 Nino. He, ah. Uh, was he the little pretty boy who was kind of chubby? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that's brutal. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you, he's six foot two, so he's 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 big man. He's large of stature, and uh, and the and, and the ladies love him. From what I'm told, he tells me that. Well, good for him. Good for him that he filled out. That, that, that's nice. <laughs> well, uh, so uh, as, I'm, as I'm always, here too, Uncle Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> As always, Uncle Chuck, I'm coming to you for uh, advice, and I guess the advice I'm going to ask you for this week is kind of more of a, a, a general advice question for anybody out there who might be on house arrest like you are, because you're... I am not on house arrest. <laughs> I am on home confinement. There is distinction. They only believe I am a possible danger to the community. They have not found me guilty of being a danger to the community. All right. So you and didn't... they're full of shit. <laughs> All right, so you didn't sexually harass a, a, a mom taking your kid to see Santa at the mall. We've already been through this. <laughs> Santa is a sexual creature, and it is entirely within the realm of possibility that he would find such a woman attractive. That's all I said was that she was attractive he, and he that red. she was welcome to Duh. warm my lap <laughs> and provide me milk. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, all right. So how how are you dealing with home confinement, Uncle Chuck? Like, if, if anybody out there is listening to this podcast while on home confinement or house arrest or, or whatever, what what advice would you shout give them? Out to this on house shout, shout, shout out, out to, to our boys on house arrest out there. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> What 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 advice what advice would you give to uh, anybody who's in your shape? Like, how are you keeping? You I'm can't dying. leave the house. Like, obviously, there's a whole big world out there outside of the villages. So, and you can't <laughs> you can't go explore it. So, what are you doing with yourself right now? Actually, no. Let me let me rephrase that. What are you doing with your time right now? Uh, well, Helen, I I think I mentioned to you that Helen got me. Got me uh, an Xbox Nintendo for for Christmas. <laughs> an Xtendo? You got an Xtendo? The, it's the Nintendo that Xbox an, makes. An Xtendo station, right? No, there's no no state. It's just an Xbox Nintendo. It's not on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> there's no station. <laughs> Sorry. Go anyway. Ahead. Y y Go ahead, it, it, it's it's the Microsoft one. What it, whatever, whatever they they call it. Oh yeah, Bill Gates. And yeah, yeah. He took time off from depopulating the world through microchips to to give us entertainment. And what are you, what are you thinking about that X that that Xbox Nintendo, Uncle Chuck? What what are you, what are you, what are you getting into? Well, I thought that I would I would look into the funny book games because oh. you you apparently people pay you to talk about funny books and such. Wait, and uh, and and your and your friend on, on the Zoophilia podcast who calls in and he's a grown man and he Uncle finds Chuck. merit in these things. God damn it, Uncle uh, Chuck! Uncle it's Zoo Mundo. You never get it right. You never and, get it's Zoo Mundo. And you sparked it's a conversation because if we're getting paid for this, uh, I need to. We need to sit down and talk because oh, I, there, I haven't there's seen there's any money involved in this? No, there's no money. Jesus. All right. Sorry. Be a lot cooler if there was. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'm sorry, Uncle Chuck. I, my friends are very rude, and I apologize for their behavior. They don't know how to respect their elders like I do. 
Your brother made me a sandwich. Ow. It was delicious. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, Has he ever heard that? So, no, no, I, I don't really have blood pressure problems. I, I've learned that if you chase the, the nitroglycerin with a shot of Jägermeister, okay. it, <laughs> uh, it completely solves the there problem. There we go. Your voice went a little robotic there for a second, but we got you back. It was very yeah, AI. Jaeger and Nitro Gusslin. All right. Uncle Chuck right. is Good. not an AI. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's an AI. I don't know. He, he might be. I don't he slept know. on the couch at Christmas with me. So, yeah. You guys, you, oh, you guys, you guys did crash <laughs> or, on the couch at Christmas. Or one of those holidays, yeah. Not with, with uh, it was say, Thanksgiving. Other thing, yeah. It was Thanksgiving while you, while you fell asleep watching the game. Rested her. Resting my eyes. <laughs> All right. So. You, you got into some funny book games. Tell me about the funny book games. So there's one, and it's it's a very strange game. It's supposed to be a Batman game, but Batman's dead. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's Gotham Knights, and it sucks. How did Batman <sighs> die? Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, uh, some, the, some guy with a Middle Eastern... Thing, uh, <laughs> the say no more, Uncle Chuck. I understand. Riza Ghouli, Raza Ghoul. Yeah, except it's weird because he was white. <laughs> yeah, that's Liam Neeson, right? Yeah, well, in the movies, yeah, it's Liam Neeson. Yeah. You may have. So, what are your what's your takeaway from Gotham Knights? <laughs> I'm very confused at the definition of hero because there's one boy, he has a scar on his face and I guess he was dead for a while too. He was the Robin that Batman wasn't molesting. Oh, yeah. and I, Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah, Jason Todd, the Red Hood. Yes, yes. And as I'm playing as him, I'm riding on a motorcycle shooting at people with pistols. I'm the fucking Terminator. <laughs> so, the uh, so the Terminator is a superhero by their standards. I mean, I guess you can kind of see Terminator as a superhero. Yeah. Sure. By our standards, like real life standards. Yeah. 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 I, I guess so, yeah. You can see that. He's a yeah. polyendo metal skeleton. Wolverine has a metal skeleton. It's not a tumor. It's metal. And and there there's a girl in the game that used to be a cripple, but she got better, which that's nice. That's a very uplifting message, I suppose. Well, you know, anybody can do anything in, in the comic books, Uncle Chuck. But it's like, just a very strange game. I just run around and I have to beat people up and then they they go, "Oh, here's all the information you could ever want that makes no sense." And and then Do you get to play I, as the I, crippled girl? I I could play as the crippled girl if I wanted to, but I prefer to play as the not terminator. But you get better parking though. <laughs> God damn it, you made me break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> uh, he dropped kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> we broke a uh, We broke him, uh, Chuck. Uh, we broke him. <laughs> All right, back into it. Uh, Three, two, one. Uncle Chuck. All right, so... Um, how uh, before we before we go today? Let me ask you this: How are you going to? Uh, how are you going to finish out? You, how much more time do you have on uh, home confinement? Uh, my first official appearance is at the end of January. So in in about 
next week, maybe. I think I have to go to court next week. I'd have to find the paperwork. It's either the end of January or beginning of February. I make my first appearance. And it, my, my public defender says that I need to just suck it up and they'll give me like six months probation. And, and I should just, just take his advice. But I really question if he knows as much as I do. <laughs> He doesn't. Right. He does. No. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Uh, uncle, <laughs> when in doubt, self represent. All right, well, what are you going to do <laughs> with this do last little bit of time on house arrest, Uncle Chuck? Before before we before we get off the phone with you today, um, just is there you any, got a little bit it, of time left. Like, are, is are there you, any game that he's looking forward to? Right, game? Maybe you're doing some home improvements. I don't know. Just let us know what you're up to because our listeners are locked in on Uncle Chuck. They love Uncle Chuck, and they <laughs> just they want to know what you're doing. That's why they come back. Well. I, I probably am not going to bother with the Gotham Knights. It it just it it sucks. Uh, there are a couple other funny book games out there that I might take a look at. Um, Helen saw me playing this one and she got me a funny book game because she thought I'd want it. Oh, yeah, because she and and I'm I'm haven't really gotten into it yet, but it's called Midnight Suns and Ooh. it seems very strange. But we'll we'll see. I'll probably have opinions on that. Um, and then I actually found a, a, a captivating game. Oh yeah, what's that? Power Wash Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really sad is the fact that I played. That's that a game. great. That's a great game. It <laughs> sounds very uh, cathartic. It is. It is. It, it is. is. It really is. is. Like I, I actually, I, I, I want to rip into it, but at the same time, like I've played it, and it's, I don't know, it's just something about it, man. It's I don't, so satisfying. Power Wash. It is satisfying. Because an honest day's work is its own reward, and these people understand that. God, those those damn Gen Zers, they just don't get it, Uncle Chuck. No, no, those little Zoomers are, are dipshits, and, and they just want to be on their TikToks and, <laughs> and, and, and their MySpace stories. And Goddamn MySpace. Oh. So yeah, yeah. I think everyone could use a good dose of Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> but even if that doesn't float their boat, the one thing that I am heartened by yeah. is that there are many games in this same vein. Uh, there's there's also a farming simulator. There's a house flipping simulator. Sure. There there's even a cooking. There's several cooking simulators. It, it's uh, it's very heartening to see that somehow video games, which normally are the realm of housebound fools, uh -huh. <laughs> they're encouraging work and, and, and removing fun from the equation to right? a degree. Uh -huh. Kids these days, they don't want to work. <laughs> no, no, they don't. You know? they, they don't. They don't. They just want to pose in their underpants on, on, the, on, on the TikTok. On, on the TikTok. Yeah. And I mean, if they're so, over 18, bless them. So but, <laughs> uh, what I'm getting from Uncle Chuck is that maybe having a real job is actually very satisfying and, and enjoyable, maybe? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. It builds character. Yeah. And equity. So you're saying you can build character from the couch. I can. <laughs> I can. Yeah. All right. Uncle Chuck. Good luck with your last few weeks of uh, of home confinement, and uh, best of luck to you in uh, in court. And we'll we'll check back in with you here soon and see how you're doing. All right, goodbye, kiddo. All right, take care, <laughs> Uncle Chuck. 
Jeez, I, I don't know what's wrong with Uncle Chuck, man. He's uh he he's his own person. He's a wild I, child. He 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 is he he Uncle Chuck is Uncle Chuck. He's America's uncle. <laughs> well, sometimes after we finish talking to Uncle Chuck, we just we need a little bit of a, a palate cleanse, if you will. So uh I I, I go to uh, I go to a uh, little bit of artificial intelligence and ask them, uh, ask him, it, them, they, them. I don't know. I don't want to. It's merely acting. Yeah. I. Uh, but I, I ask an AI to uh, give us some, some parameters for a scene. Now, I know last week on the show, we were kind of riffing Before on. Before the show, uh, actually. Yeah, yeah, even, it was yeah. a good time. We were riffing on uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain a little bit, yeah, right? It's a great movie. We, we've said it's it, movie, it, yeah. it is a good movie. And, uh, and we're both big fans of wrestling, right? Like, huge fan, huge and uh, so <laughs> I asked AI to recreate Brokeback Mountain. However, comma <laughs> with uh, instead of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger in the starring roles, we're gonna put Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and the Macho Man Randy Savage in our own version of Brokeback Mountain, which I like to call Brokeback Powers. So everybody, please enjoy our AI scripted version of Brokeback Powers. And now for another edition of AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights. Now for this uh, version of AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights, uh, I am going to be Hulk Hogan, brother. And I'm going to play Macho Man Randy Macho Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. Who's not on the toilet, but it sounds like a... Uh, there's a, there's a narrator role in here, which we're going to assign to Nino, and he's going to read it as Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah, you got to get that. You got to get that. That's me and fans. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, how... Is there anything else we can say before we just jump into this? I like, love these people. I, I love these characters. Well, they're this gay now. Yeah. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. We, we love the gays. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, send it. All right, go ahead, Nino. As the, mean Gene, Nino is Mean Gene setting what, up what, the what scene. What is our setting here? The scene, International Wrestling Locker Room. Hulk Hogan, a muscular, charismatic wrestler... And Macho Man Randy Savage, a flamboyant, <laughs> energetic wrestler, are getting ready for their next match. The tension between them is palatable. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Okay. Let me pull it together. That's it. That's it. You got to see. All right. Hold on. All right. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Hulk Hogan leaning against the locker. You know, Macho Man... We've been through a lot together in this ring. We fought side by side together, brother. And there's something I just need to get off my chest, dude. Macho Man Randy Savage raising an eyebrow. What's in you, Hulkster? You know, I'm always ready to listen, brother. (laughs) Hulk Hogan taking a deep breath. (laughs) I think there's something more between us, Macho. Something deeper than just tag team partners, dude. Randy Savage with a surprised look. What you talking about, Hulkster? We're the mega powers, the greatest duo in wrestling history. Hulk Hogan nodding. I know, macho brother, but I just can't deny these feelings anymore. (laughs) Stop it. You're making me laugh. Stop it. Every time... (laughs) 
All right, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> I know, Macho, but I can't deny these feelings anymore. Every time we step into that ring, my heart races, brother. And I just can't help but wonder, dude, what if? Macho Man Savage stroking his chin. Well, Hulkster, <laughs> I never thought I'd hear you say something like this. But you know what? <laughs> Maybe it's time we explore the uncharted territory together. Maybe it's time we become the mega lovers. Oh, shit. <laughs> they shared a knowing smile. Their bond stronger than ever. <laughs> you know, I used to... And, wait, 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 and, and see. You know, I used to think Dolan was a great actor. I've seen him in plays and he was amazing. But <laughs> you suck, man. I love it. I love that you can break character <laughs> I, enjoy I yourself in the moment. You it, know what? You know what, macho man? I want to be inside you, oh, brother. Wait, no, no. I could quit you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're doing a Macho Mark, Man Randy Savage impersonation, Mark. you gotta pretend like you're taking the biggest shit. <laughs> the Macho Man Randy. And then you gotta let it rip, brother. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that hurts my insides. <laughs> it doesn't hurt mine, though. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh my god. That's pretty good. That's almost like, uh, man, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta practice my Macho just like I gotta practice, practice my, uh, my Jesse Ventura. Oh, let me tell you something. I can't do Jesse yeah. Ventura. I'm not even going to try it. I live in the Baja. <laughs> I live in the Baja. Yeah. You know, let me tell you what. I'll tell you this. The two-part two system this is, is a joke. This is a great podcast, and I'm glad you're all listening out there. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm glad that you're up. here. My man, and Keith, when you're and we've been friends for almost 30 years, and my man, and Nino, who what? I met through, my man, Keith. And when life <laughs> gives you lemons, you give him a macho man elbow off the top rope. That's what I feel about that. Macho Man's my hero. Macho yeah. Man is everybody's hero. You know, I'm the only professional wrestler to ever play professional baseball. But, you know, nobody's counting all the pitches and stuff that I hit and I threw. <laughs> you know, he started as Leaping Lenny Pop. You know, Leaping Lenny was like an early macho. And you know what? We love Leaping Lenny. He's got a great, uh, you know, he's canonical to the whole thing, brother. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, if you're feeling down <laughs> and feeling out, you need to get up there and listen to this Zumundo podcast. Let me tell you something, dude. If you want to talk to us here at Zumundo Podcast, you just need to email us at Zumundo at Outlook.com. sorry, the whole community. You tell us what you want to hear us talk to, dude, because what are you going to do when the Zumundo podcast what, what runs wild do, on you, brother? When, when Hulkamania has a cold like he does now, he's going to take some medicine, and, you know, it's going to be okay, because I'm going to get in the ring with SBK, and I'm going to beat the shit out of him, and I'm going to throw him <laughs> off the top of the cage, just what? like The Undertaker did with Mankind, and it's going to be good, brother. I'm gonna go savage on that ass. I'm gonna drop oh macho God. man elbows all over this ring here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, oh my God! I'm coming back. Oh, yeah. Let's get the hell out of here, man. They for still Zoom serve my window. beef jerky in every 7-Eleven from here to King. Tuck. I've got you for three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of playtime. Three minutes of playtime. The best three minutes of Miss oh Elizabeth's life. This is some silly shit. Let's get the hell out of here, That was man. a wild episode, gentlemen. For Zoomundo Podcast, I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. 
I'm Nino. Yeah. Woo. Have a Zoomundus week, everybody. Yeah, keep it on. We're going to see you next time, y'all. Yeah, man. That was good, man. That, like, a lot of love tonight in the room. That was awesome. Let me tell you something, dude. Get when you tune into Zoomundo Podcast, you got to be ready for Zoomundo. You never know where you're going to go. Brother. Oh, Definitely. You never know.